0: Hello friends, how's it going? My name is Matt Barr and you are listening to the Looking Sideways Action Sports Podcast. The show where I try and cover the most interesting stories in action sports and other related endeavours. Thanks for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoy it. So I've got Chris Moran on the show this week and I'm not too sure where to start really. I mean I've been lucky enough to interview some people on this show who've had a real influence on me. Um... But I'm I'm going to say Chris has probably had more of an influence on my life of any guest that I've yet had the pleasure of chatting to, as I'll explain. Might be helpful if you're wondering who Chris is to get the snowboarding bit out of the way first and give you a quick sketch of his sideways CV. If you're a British snowboarder over the age of 40, you've probably got an idea who Chris Moran is. He was part of that first wave of British snowboarders to make a proper living from snowboarding coming up on the legendary Rosendale slope scene during the early 1990s alongside people like Steve Bailey, Danny Wheeler and Stu Brass, Um, and then snagging sponsorship with um, companies like Burton, Red Bull, G-Shock and Budweiser, just as snowboarding properly took off and media and marketeers began to pay attention. Um, You know, this was the time in the mid 90s when like that north wave shoe went massive and you know there's money around basically uh, and chris and Stu in particular really grasped this opportunity and in doing so they really laid the foundation to the british scene that exists today in terms of like how as a british snowboarder you can present yourself on the you know on the international snow scene i mean i, I still remember the the pride i felt when chris for example got shots in Transworld in the mid 90s which was was quite out there at the time you know it was Justin Allison had shots in Transworld as well Stu had some shots in Transworld Danny definitely did but it was pretty rare you know for that to happen and they they were the people that did it first and for that reason alone you know it'd be worth having on the podcast Chris but Chris was influential in other ways too if you ask me probably more important ways really um, I mean thanks to his beautiful elegant style which he's still got. I mean, he's still one of the best people to go riding with. Still, really unique take on snowboarding. Um, thanks to his legendary warmth and generosity. But really, thanks to his ability to relish the opportunities and wonder of life and drag people along with him. I first met Chris at school when I think I was 13, which is something I discussed in the intro to my book, Looking Sideways, Volume One. Um, There's still some copies available and Christmas is coming, just saying. Um, And in that introduction, I talk about the kid who turned up at my school with a skateboard and BMX and was immediately nicknamed American Kid. Um, And that was Chris. And in, in my case, Chris opened the doors that would really come to define my life really. And it was the beginning of a 30 year friendship that's still going strong today. I mean, over 30 years, I guess we're on like, coming up for 33 years, we've been close friends. But you know, really more than that, with his insanely inspirational and infectious approach to life, Chris taught me about possibilities really, and that there was much more to the world than the gray Manchester streets we grew up on. So we ended up riding, traveling, and working together for easily the next 25 years. Firstly through White Lines, which we worked on together for ten years with people like Ed Lee, Nick Hamilton, Chad, James McPhail. Um, you know, there's a big, big group of people involved in that. And I mean, you know, that getting a start in journalism was down to Chris. I mean, he we talked about this in the interview, but he was um interviewed for Snow got an interview in Snowboards UK and they asked me to do it well he asked me to do it and that was literally how I ended up getting to snowboard journalism and then when it came to white lines he as again we discussed it it was kind of his idea and I just really went along with it um so we worked together through the 90s and then the early 2000s we set up all conditions media together in the mid 2000s and I'm still running that business today um so yeah we go way back and we've we've you know we've We've done a lot together. And of course, like all friendships of this length, we've had our moments over the years. We've had fallouts. We've had arguments. I mean, fucking hell, when we were kids, we used to argue like cat and dog. And it's really, and we do discuss this, it's just because we had pretty different views on life and different views on knowledge as well and where you get knowledge from, which is something I realized subsequently was really what we were kind of arguing about. Um, Chris is equally famed for his stubbornness and bloody mindedness. I think he won't mind me saying so much so that for a while his friends had a catchphrase, Moran's way or the highway. Um, And I can remember occasions when he really did drive me mad to the point of distraction. But as you get older, these things deepen, if you ask me, and they give more substance to your friendships. And I've really noticed that in the last couple of years, particularly friends that I had a bit more of a fractious relationship we're almost closer now because you've kind of got through it and they're just shared experiences that define the whole, really. And that's how it's been for me and Chris. And that's why I wanted to get him on the podcast for all these reasons. Sometimes individuals come along and they do change the way you see the world and they have the biggest, most important impact on your life. And Chris, for me, is one of those people, which is why I cherish our friendship. And I'm hugely grateful for the way he's helped me carve out the life that I now have. So uh, here's me and Chris. A couple of hours this one. It's quite a long one. The good ship Enjoy. As I said to a friend of mine Saray, that was on recently, like, I've actually got mic stands as well. I probably could have brought them, but I couldn't, I can't be asked. You can just hold it. I'll
1: just hold it. Yeah. It's fine.
0: So I finally made it to the sh- to the I mean it's is it a ship? It's a it's a boat, right? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the differences are. I should do, shouldn't I? Yeah. Being it's a great. Maritimer.
0: I don't know if that's a Mariner. Movie. Mariner. Mariner, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. So why did you decide to buy a yacht and, in the marina and live on it? Um Well, do you know what, right?
1: Obviously, it was not anything that I was thinking about. Have I not told you this before?
0: Maybe. Like, so... Won't be the first time we'd repeated stories (laughs) to each other, (laughs) though. Might as well embrace that. So, it's pretty mad because we were walking... Like,
1: Harry and I were walking along... Where where you just walked, like, along the... Yeah. um, And there was so you know you're walking along in bright marina there's there's a lovely path and there's all the boats there and you know depending on the tide they're either right next to you or below you or whatever yeah um and we we saw this like pirate ship really amazing huge thing and there was a there was a guy um working on it and we you know you, there's like a barrier between you but it's, it's not much so Harry just started talking to him like an actual what like it
0: you know, like a fake pirate ship, obviously. Well,
1: it's like, the it's it's a brand of ships I, I found out now. Like, they, they made them in the 80s in Taiwan, I think. Right. Um, but they do look like pirate ships. I mean, if you looked at it, if you were a kid as well, you know, Harry, yeah. he, he was 11 at the time. Right. It's, it's you know, it's got three masts. It's got like, it's a spiral staircase. Yeah. Put it that way. In a plank. The it's proper pirate <laughs> ship. And the guy was like, you know, yeah, tattoos. He was an older guy. He was in his sort of like late 60s. And he was just, you know, painting it, whatever. We started chatting to him. And you can't get into the marina because it's, you know, you need a key or whatever. But he was like, oh, do you want to come and have a cup of tea? So uh, he he let us in. And so we were in like, you know, the the velvet rope, whatever, had opened. And uh, we went and had a cup of tea on his boat. And it it, it was just really funny. And he had all this like military memorabilia and swords and stuff everywhere. And Harry was like, were you in the army? And he said, Do you know what? I, I don't really normally tell people this, but I was in the SAS. <laughs> right? And he, I mean, he, he didn't And My like name's Aunt Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was really, he was, he, he, you know, he didn't look like a bullshitter. Yeah. And he had that look of like he's seen things. Yeah. And, but anyway. And so he's ha- on a pirate ship. And at he's the on end a pirate. He lives on a ship. Yeah. So Harry's, he, he, he was like, I don't normally tell people, but I was in the SAS. And Harry was so confused. He looked at everybody, he was like, what, you were a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> um, and this How guy old was Harry? Like, he was like 11. He was like, no, no, the British Army. <laughs> and then he started. So anyway, right, so he really liked Harry because, I mean, that was funny. That was like a sort of... and and he Not said, sure Aunt Middleton would have taken that, that that well. Well, this guy was, you know, he was... he was, uh, Dave, his name is, I won't give his full name, but... Best not. He was so cool and he just said we you know we, he asked me about our situation and stuff and we were just oh, yeah, i was walking past blah, blah blah and and he said well look i'm going to spain this this boat is free do you want to stay on it so we so he just gave me the boat for a month like right. totally out of nowhere right and so and then we and we were like wow this is obviously mad yeah you know and we loved it and and then when he came back he was like you know, he 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 basically just sorted us out of boat because we were like, this is exactly what we want, and he found us and you know the one that I'm in now. The story is a bit more complicated than that, and he ended up like you know he, he was just like this weird guardian angel that came out of nowhere and totally sorted us out, and then disappeared. Well, probably
0: bad business. <laughs> you know, God knows where he is. Yeah. I'm I mean, here. this is great though. I mean, I can, I mean, I've been feeling so bad that I've not, cause you've had it a few, well, two years this January. Two, two years coinciding with a certain uh, incident in on, on the public consciousness. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've never made it, which is pretty slack really.
1: Yeah. But I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here on and off, but I'm not here that much. And when I'm here, you know, the Marine, I mean, the Marine is lovely. I do it's like it. It's quite a scene, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it'd be like Howard's Way. Yeah, through I mean, I was Howard's gonna.
0: Way. I was wondering how long before one of us mentioned Howard's Way. Yeah,
1: you are just gonna to, have to tie your jumper around
0: yourself. Just to date the just to just to s- s- everyone like half the people listen to this like, what the fuck's that? And then the other half are listen like, oh wow, not they're, thought. they're going not, through the theme tune. Not thought that half. for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're doing. The Think about that theme tune as well. Do you remember they used to jazz it up every now and again? They'd redo it. So one oh, really? one season it was like a proper funky version which i actually remember which probably <laughs> says something about my um my ability to re- retain that kind of useless information. you are good
1: at remembering stuff like that that, is, that yeah. is the thing
0: not where my keys are or my apple watch which i've lost again yeah um but things like you know season three howard's way theme it's you in there notice?
1: it's in there have you ever heard like you know a pretty obscure Whitney Houston song that comes on and you know every you know every lyric, lyric.
0: yeah it's, it's funny like, isn't it it's what and, is that? and and also yeah like yeah I don't know it's it's smarter people than us have uh, wondered about the mysteries of the memory haven't they but yeah it's funny and um, but yeah I mean it just coming down it because obviously, <clears> when you live in Brighton unless you've got a reason to come here I mean it was actually a little wave and I was driving down. I was like, "Fuck, we should have gone for a surf." Because, like, mm-hmm. I've, I mean, you're like 50 meters from, yeah, the chalk reef, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but you've not surfed it much. Well, because everyone surfs to the end. Everyone
1: surfs, yeah. out, You know, the pipes.
0: Yeah, but it's quite, yeah, beach. it's quite a mad scene. So, what's the community like here? Is the have you? Yeah, it's wicked. It's, have, you, it's, have you? Have, you, have you got It pals? isn't Howard's
1: Way. It's all. It's it's.
0: it's Imagine it's, it's a little bit more.
1: It's like Glastonbury, actually. feral, Linda, Linda, yeah. isn't it? It's it's van life, you know. It's hashtag van life. Yeah, but the people have worked out that there's more space on a boat, and it's it's the, and there's like a sort of like I'm not gonna say it's cool, but there is a there's a definite like on a sunny day, you know, on on, on a on a lovely day, there's something pretty magical. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can
0: totally see why we've you, got like why you're into it. Mad, uh, what are those. Blackbirds, cormorants, dive. cormorants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw one on the way up. They're, they're fucking rad, those things. Yeah, because they often hang out of the ship pipes on the poles. Yeah, drying the wings. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. No, exactly. Give it and, it the Karate Kid. <laughs> no, but I mean, it is, it is a really, you know, you got you got five guys, you got uh, you got <laughs> a weather spoons at the end of the the key. But no, it is wicked, isn't it? Like, I can totally see why. If you because you've obviously it's absolutely made, perfect. You made a few. You know, you made a big lifestyle change, what, like three years ago, and basically fulfilled. Is it five years ago since you got that house? Actually, fuck yeah, because it's three years since, nearly since we came out. Well, three years since COVID, pre pre COVID, isn't it? Which that was my last pre COVID trip when we came to stay with you. Yeah, so yeah, fuck right. But I mean, I can see why if you are thinking because you are gonna have to be back in Brighton periodically. You know, like Well rent, I've got rent, Harry for pretty much half the time. Rent a flat or like Yeah. This is this I mean that's is... what I was
1: doing. I was the Airbnb and things like that. And that was why, you know, because when lockdown happened it shut everything down. You there's no Airbnbs, no hotels, none of that stuff. Yeah. And you know, and I've I've got a camper van and I did that for a bit as well. But it you know, this is like luxury. This was the answer, basically.
0: Did I mean you know, you you bit like me, you've always had a bit of a Fascination with those kind of stories, like a like you know, you're into your history, you're into those kind of. Tales, oh yeah, like the like... the
1: Jack London side of it, yeah, was definitely and, like... and
0: also, you know, I mean, we were randomly talking about. Should about I call it the snark.
1: Shall we name well, it? Well, exactly. Snark? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and
0: we've always kind of been really into reading books about all that stuff, and and like learning the history, and um, geek weirdly geeking out over all that stuff, like the the, the kind of like. Uh, you know, like the the mythology of it all, and and the, mm. and the tales like that must have had a bit of a that must, that oh, must yeah. have appealed
1: to like your romantic side. You know, well, staying on the you know that pirate ship thing, it was it was like why have I never done this before? Because yeah, you know, read about it and love that world. Yeah, no, it's, it just it you know what it just there's a few things, isn't there, in life where where when it happens to you, you just feel like everything about it is right, and this just felt so right. And it was it was weird because I'd never thought about it before, and getting you know, a boat. Yeah, yeah, and I just you know I wish I'd done it years and years ago. It's brilliant.
0: So are you are you trained up? Can I can I sail it? Mm. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing <laughs> you, you've probably had a go. <laughs>
1: Hold on. Let me find my. <laughs> well, Wait. That's what I'm not.
0: Competent crew. <laughs> An introduction to practical sailing.
1: <laughs> this is what hang
0: on. You're not gonna bring out the Donald Crowes book, are you?
1: No, I've got one that's called Sailing for Dummies. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: <But it is. laughs> so you do? It's like the old Internet for Dummies yellow thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, but I mean sure, it, you know, surely you must be thinking of like getting trained up though. Like, yeah,
1: originally I was gonna do the you because know, you can do the qualifications and stuff and it, it doesn't look too bad. I mean my neighbour, you know, he's he's uh, uh i don't think he's qualified but he knows what he's doing so i've been out with him a couple of times but um we'll see we'll see i mean i'd love to do it you know what the one of the things that really worked was like harry you know my son is so into surfing and um john john florence it has like a has a sailing youtube channel as well as his surfing you might not know that because you
0: yeah you know he's he's, it's called like marinas or something yeah yeah he's obviously mad into it and so there's quite a few of them there's like a torren martin as well right who just bought a boat and to be honest like he's kind of in a similar was kind of in a similar position to you i think Think, knew a little bit about it Um, right and just sort of Fired in really, so he's currently sailing around from what I can tell, like around Indo and right, and yeah, all yeah. that, and yeah. you know, like that. that I guess that's why I ask really, because well, it's there. I mean, you could literally just untie it and go in, more in up a, on the on weeks. the marina. You're, you're, <laughs> you're really object <laughs> that, That'd piss Cliff off, wouldn't it? If you. <laughs> yeah. All right, lads. <laughs> just took it round the corner and then just jumped up, jumped just in anchor. out of the back.
1: I'd have to learn how the anchor works for a start. <laughs> But no, you can, you can take it anywhere. Of course that appeals.
0: Yeah. You know? And I can
1: see, you know, obviously if you, if you want to do a surf trip, it's the perfect thing.
0: Yeah. Cause when we were in Brittany, um, you're the worst person I've interviewed for changing mic volume. By oh, the way. sorry. Sorry. Right, I'll just keep doing the hand signal. Um, w- yeah, when we were in, we've been going to this town called Odian in Brittany, for the last well we didn't go this year. But we went the last couple of years. Just one of those classic like French towns. Yeah. Are um, we actually? Is this the intro, by the way? No, this is this is this the podcast are we just straight in. This is the, we don't do we're an 12, intro. We're twelve minutes in. This 12 is twelve minutes in. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that town's um, it's beautiful. Like it's you know it could not be more perfect. Like Breton fishing village that they've you know and the French do that like, so well, don't they? Like yeah, it's yeah. it's really well kept. You know, there's market every couple of days. Like mm. it's just we loved it. And I and 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 there's a little marina there, and I was a bit like that would be a pretty appealing holiday, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah just yeah. go around that coast. Yeah, park well, up it's, for it's a few like days.
1: Adventure, good food. You can drive a boat as pissed as you like as well, which is mad. <laughs> like is that in sailing for dummies. <laughs> page one. <laughs> Crack open the tins. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty yeah. It's definitely. Like, it's the last of the worlds where there isn't, there aren't many rules, you know, which is also appealing. Yeah. You are off grid, but then you've got to be responsible for yourself and other people. And, you know,
0: I don't know. The more the more I'm in it, the more I like it. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. But one yeah, day. Yeah. I mean, at that point that you say, like, there's no rules. I mean, that because, you know, one of the... Traits that everybody loves about you, and that's all you know that you are kind of really renowned for is the fact that you don't really tend to worry about those kind of conventions, <laughs> if I could put that politely. But I mean, you know, it's a really admirable. Is that what I'm known for? Well, it's a really admirable. Being... Well, you know, you, you know, you always you like to you like to go your own path. You like to find your own answers. You know, me and you have always had that thing where, like, you're very much like I want to understand it. I want to experience it. I want to like work it out for myself like i want to roll my sleeves up and like i'm not really yeah. going to accept this until i've like <laughs> you know like and i'm i'm kind of pretty different with the way i approach things and the way that i approach like knowledge and and like yeah you know like it's and that's
1: always been like well youtube has been a big help for me but i mean that's you know because you know,
0: if you know what you've done in france as well with the place that you've bought and you know you've just like you, you're not shy of like taking on a massively ambitious thing and like going like I'm just going to work that out as on, on the fly through through your whole life really I mean you must recognise that, that as a bit of a pattern right?
1: Uh, Yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah sure. I don't know that how can't I be else, the first yeah. time that someone's pointed that out to you <laughs> I think it's the first time it's been pointed out to me I've obviously
1: I've thought about it myself but then you know I, I normally I think about it when it's like 2am and I'm watching like youtube videos of like plumbing diagrams and <laughs> uh, what the fuck am i doing <laughs> but it's just you know this you go down rabbit holes don't you and in in the past
0: before the internet
1: i don't know what i did i think i just guessed
0: it well i I yeah. remember you just tried to work it out by yeah. you, you know you you just always had that like real strength of character that real like I don't even know if it you con- know I don't even. Like- I don't even know if it's <clears throat> like confidence is the right word. It's just like you, you've always just had that. I mean, it's what makes you kind of a leader, really, because you've always had that thing. Do that, you think I'm a leader? Yeah, I do. Living my own on a boat. <laughs> no, but but I do though because I, because I think like ultimately you want to live your life on your own terms, and that's probably a simpler way of putting it, isn't it? You know, yeah. and and you, and you you're not afraid to make decisions that enable you to do that, and you've always been like that. You were like that when we were kids. You know, you were like that when you know. I mean, I'm when we met. I mean, I think I was like 14 when I mean, you fucking gave me lifts like air cadets, didn't you? You know, when we met, yeah. Like, and you you yeah. were like 17 or something, and
1: yeah, because I just got my driver's license. Yeah, and yeah. And even
0: then, produce. you were like that. Even then, you were just like very single-minded. Very. I mean, I think it's one of the reasons why, as a 14 year old, I was pretty impressed. You know, I was a bit. I was a bit like, wow, fucking hell. Look, at, check this bloke out. You know, he's he's like certainly not like. Everyone that you meet around our way, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so you know, th- this must this feels though like with France and this rule number two, put it on silent. Come on,
1: um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm putting it on silent. Um, <laughs> no, but I made some notes because what I realized, I, and you is can't that multitask. I can't mil- I cannot multitask. You got notes. All. Brilliant. I've got some notes. No, but they're more about you though because. People don't want to know about what I'm doing. We should use this as a way of learning more about you. Well, we can we can get there. It's a conversation,
0: you know. But I want to I want to I want to because I do want to kind of dig into that a little bit because you you know I What think about what I th- why, why i am so stubborn. Well, I mean, you could call it that, but you've you've always you've always had that, and you've always kind of that's my nan. My nan
1: is like that. Really? I, oh, I reckon. I don't know. It well, it's just a character trait, isn't it? And some people are like that i'm definitely like that but then I've, I've often thought like with with building or 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 you know anything that's like physical like manual you don't have this at all and i you know although saying that like the fact that we're looking at this pretty technical bit of case is quite impressive it's one button, for you. come on is it <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of buttons on it though that <laughs> looks quite confusing yeah i mean i would i would probably get that did you read the manual no did you not no no, so, not for that. Okay. I
0: know, but, you know, I've obviously kind of, I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous because it's nothing like, you know, making music or whatever, but I'm fairly used to, like, yeah producing things and, like. Yeah, you, you know, know what you do with not, music. It's fairly basic stuff with when it comes to, like, operating a microphone. Okay. <laughs> but no, your point, enough. I do, I do, yeah, your point, you know, it comes down to that dynamic thing. Like, my instinct is always to, I mean, I remember when we, yeah, I'm, I'm, extremely not practical like and never have been you know mm. and and in the same way that you have obviously thought a bit about what i'm asking you i've also thought about that like well where where's that actually come from you know like where, where what where, what what why you're not yeah exactly practical. like what
1: what's kind of led to that, i think um, it's when you're younger you d- you just decide yourself you just say like oh that's it's a bit like you know oh, I, i'm no good at maths therefore i'm not a maths person and you and you just you just steer away from those
0: things that's what I think it is yeah. I think this. I think I think it can be a bit of that. Yeah, because I remember when we were doing the house up, and oh God, you know, Alim was like, Alim was so much more like you, and um, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. you you've you definitely have surrounded yourself with people who could fill
1: in the gaps.
0: Yeah, but I mean, well, I remember being know. like, "What? We can just do that? <laughs> that can't be uh, right." You know, that was that was my sort of thing. You know, right, Surely yeah, there's a allowed. right. Surely there's a right way of doing this. You know. And she's just looking mm. at me like, "Fuck off, you dick!" Just not that wall down, <laughs> you know. Like, hit it with a, with that yeah, big exactly. Thing but like, it's, yeah. but that is a, that is a, that is a definite dynamic, isn't it? You know, like in, in well, it's, it's the thing.
1: The way that I've always looked at it is, it's rare that you come across people where you think, you know, like, or like, like people who build houses or people who you know do plumbing. I've, I, I, I don't often come across plumbers, and I think, my god, that person was the most intelligent person i've ever met i could <laughs> not do what they do. you know you think yeah they're... and i'm not that's not a diss no i know and i realized when i laughed them that you sounded know? well snarky but but like... like but that's what you know it's like of course but I understand I- what you I- mean, if obviously. you apply yourself of course you can do it like yeah. i wouldn't i don't think that about pilots you know i think right that is a job that is gonna you, you need need to apply yourself i know it is you know yeah i don't want to do that or Sailing a boat. Or sailing a boat. Well, no, sailing a boat is pretty... I, yeah, but there's going to be if you some, really want to know about what you're doing,
0: yeah. Well, and also if you don't want to blunder into some kind of hurricane and drown, you know. Like, there's, yeah, a, there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a bit of, you know, it's not quite just wing it and work it out, is it? But I, I take your point. With a lot of stuff like building, you can wing it and work it yeah, out. Yeah. For and, sure. But you know. I mean, I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is because obviously when I've, you know, thought about doing this, I've been trying to get you to do this for ages and you've always sort of said no. And, um, and then I finally sort of talked you into it and I was thinking like all right what are we going to talk about because obviously we just talk about any old shit because we're old mates but and then I was a bit like yeah I mean that is kind of like the diff. you know we're kind of pretty much best mates worked together for years lived together for years you know for years it was like Matt and Chris wasn't it you know all our mates where it was like oh Matt and Chris kind of thing hmm. and um and I was a bit like yeah like what that is kind of a bit of a defining dynamic of ours I mean we used to like remember how much we used to argue when we were younger i mean we used to fucking like (laughs) you know we used to and it was all thinking about it was always about this thing though wasn't it it was always about like yeah well it's just you know what's what's interesting though is like
1: over the last couple of let's say in the last two years it's really come become clear though that like you know because obviously we've we've had i mean we've literally worked together from from white lines 95 you know I
0: was yeah I was 19 I think yeah yeah and
1: but the last iteration was All Conditions Media yeah you know and I I left All Conditions Media and it wasn't really because we 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 clashed that wasn't the you know the the reason for it I you know we but I think we definitely have different approaches and what's interesting is that you have Absolutely, made it a success, you know, because you, 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 what one of the things that happened was, I remember we we were because you're very process driven, and I remember we we were doing those things where you do like um, you have to log into, uh, you know, on the on the time clock. So you sort of anyone that's working for me right now, listen to this is wincing because
0: <laughs> they still got to do that. It's still up. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, but it's the right way of doing it. Of course, it's like you know. So so then so what you can do is you can bill. The time that you've spent on a client to the client makes complete sense. Yeah, but I realised when that came in that my brain just fundamentally doesn't work like that at all. Yeah, and so I was, you know, just tying myself in knots. I am much more flighty, you know, and I think what 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 became obvious is that your the way that you process information and deal with stuff, you know, is really admirable. I mean, look how much stuff you get done. You know, not only are you running really successful company, but you're doing this. You know, it's 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 a phenomenal thing that you're doing. At the same time, you know, I went off and you know, and it was the first time that we've probably worked on our own. Well, not on our own. Yeah, own, but, but like, we, you know, we we literally worked together
0: from when I left university. Yeah, I mean, like we and that was twenty years at yeah. that point because it was 2016. You left, if I remember rightly, because yeah, it was Brexit. Brexit was really the cause. Yeah, of, and then know. and we yeah, so it was twenty, it was over twenty years. Yeah, and.
1: You know but then at the same time like you know things for me have been really good as well yeah and what that would say to me is that we we were both right in our approach it's just whatever works for you but well, that, then what's interesting is you've managed to create a team and it's you know the business is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and that was your direction whereas for me it was more like I want to kind of do one thing and do it well do you know what I mean yeah well and that's a really, that that that's
0: also a really interesting thing because me and um I think I talked about this with Ewan when, when I had Ewan on the podcast as well and we sort of talked about that because I sometimes see that almost as like a failing of mine like that that um that thing that you're talking about that like plate spinning you know because and I've definitely talked to Ed Blumfield about this actually yeah um Cause, cause, you know, one of, the, cause I actually really admire that about you, and I really admire that about you, and and I've often thought like, and 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 in the same way that you said you recognise like the way that you operate and the way that you're, you know, you use, use the word flightiness, whatever it was, you know, like, you, and I kind of recognise that about myself quite early that I was somebody that, obviously. For whatever reason, you like lists, yeah, and just just lists. just just what, it what was always using, yeah, using reminders synced <laughs> to the. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, and I always and I often used to see it as a bit of a failing because I always used to think like, it probably would be better to focus on one thing and just and just dedicate your energy to that because, but I just realized I just couldn't really do it. But
1: you got to follow the energy, haven't you? You got to follow your interests. Well,
0: I mean, you know, yeah. ultimately people are built differently aren't they it's well, quite, exactly. quite an obvious thing and i think back to what you're talking about like i mean obviously when you left the company that was yeah, it's pretty hard really because because well me and jojo had the leave and do on the same day cause, yeah because you
1: know, she was going off to have her first kid yeah and then you had the situation where you know you had three or four of the staff all had kids at the same time and you were left you know handling a pretty amazing situation that you dealt with
0: Incredibly, but what I mean is like, I think I I remember like there was one point I kind of thought oh, we I could, have collapsed we I was I a bit like oh we could fall out here like um. Oh, oh, oh was... yeah, I, d- I definitely thought that at one point. I definitely, because it did get a bit aggied, didn't it for a bit, you know. And, you know, it was, we'd, we'd all been working together for a long time. It was pretty stressful. Was and it like, yeah. you, you know, you argue and all that shit. Like, can I? Was it the CD collection <laughs> back? Is that back? Is, is that what all this is about? It was the, it was the numbered white lines. Um, <laughs> no, like, you know, and I remember thinking. But then I remember, th- I remember having a conversation with you at the time and also a couple of years later when we were both a bit, you know, I just always felt we were quite determined not to fall out and we were quite determined to like accept that that was a bit of a crunch point for our friendship where we were basically saying we are quite different. we to do things in a different way mm. and that's fine. You know, like we don't have to fall out about this. Like we don't have to, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like it's, you know, we've been, and that was obviously quite a hard thing to do, but, I definitely felt that was something we both had in mind. Yeah, know, well, well, like at the time, and it was, yeah, and course. like you say, it was, it kind of. look at it where kinda, we are now. It like, kind of you, worked, didn't it? You know. Well, yeah. Like, like
1: you're, you know, you're, you're sitting on this in- incredible thing that you guys have built. What this yacht? <laughs> no, not this thing. I built this. No, I didn't actually. Some French people built it some, some time ago. Um, no, you know what I mean. Like you, you've, yeah, you've done amazingly well, and the company's in in great hands and it's you know
0: it's it's you, you you guys are flying well it's like anything you know you when you're doing it it's not massively the picture that i recognize but you know yeah let's take a step back though and see you know yeah i could probably jojo's forever saying to me like you should probably get a bit better at like acknowledging the things that are going well and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. but <clears throat> you know but then you obviously went at, you know you'd always had that you'd always wanted to live in the alps you'd always wanted to build a house you know you'd always wanted to do that and then you've kind of done it as well so yeah you know that that was also kind of a natural thing for you wasn't it and you fucking winged it <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> but then you
1: know how else could you do it because i just always think it's quite a hippie thing to think but i do think the universe just will provide if you if you go for it yeah and I have been, I have proved myself right time and time again with, with that thing. I mean, you know, I've definitely failed at stuff as
0: well, but it, I don't know. Anyway, boring. That's. It's not boring. Every, you, you, that's num- podcast cliche. <laughs> Number two? Well, we, you know, like. It's it. gonna grab a non no, alcoholic beer hang
1: on. Oh,
0: yeah. On. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're going skateboarding after this, aren't we? So, can't get hammered.
0: That is not gonna be good for us. Definitely. Definitely um, don't need to be drunk while skateboarding. No. Oh, look at that. It's not going to help me. And the me. cold as and well. And the cold,
1: man. yeah.
0: Not bad. So where where are you at with the house?
1: Yeah, pretty much on, you know, skirting boards. So the the home stretch. Um, I mean, you know, with that, so I just, I met like a group of people. Got a big, big shout out to Jono Stevens because, he, you know, uh, Jono is just, been incredible with that house like i mean really he's built the house i've just got in the way um and then yeah just you know along the way just kind of grabbed other people and tried to tried to make something i think my job is to try and make it a bit fun it seems i don't know if it has been it's been fun for me but to build it yeah i love it you know I mean, and it, are, you gonna,
0: are you going to, like, because the plans to have it as like a rental place, right? And
1: well, I don't know Yeah, I mean, I'll see. The idea is where it is, is perfect for like mountain biking, road biking. That yeah. is probably what I'm going to try and do. But there's talk about them putting a lift in to Courcheval. So if that happens, then it, it will be a bit more available. From Bozel. From Bozel. Right. For, for skiing and snowboarding. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful place. It's a, an amazing village. I love the village. You know, the village is. Best bar in the world. Uh, well what in in Bozell yeah well there's like four now you haven't haven't, it's really changed since last time you were there you know and uh, every year it just gets better and better and the communities like the Mary is just so cool you know like I'm sure we could talk about it but we went to them and said we want to build a skate park they were like "All right." how much land do you need? We said, can we have that bit there? They were like, yeah, okay. And how much money do you need? And literally six months later, it's built. Where does that ever happen? No, you know, not around here. So it's it's a it's a progressive part of the world to live, and it's in the middle of paradise. Yeah, yeah, you know?
0: and you get to go riding.
1: So yeah, it's, it, what I was finding, I mean, I love the UK, and 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 I've, I I'm not you know can't bag on England. But when it came to November, I was always, for years, I was just getting, you know, that sort of seasonal affected disorder of just f- worrying about the grayness and, and the rain and and the wind for, you know, four months, five months. Whereas there, you just, you look forward to it. It's, you know, you get all that crispness and everything's orange and beautiful at the moment. And then the snow start coming and you're looking forward to, you know, the, the day the lifts open and then you're looking forward to spring and then you're looking forward to, well, you need to get away in the summer; it's too hot. Now, but you know, yeah. <laughs> and we had a fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, God, that was mad. When yeah. you that you must have shit yourself. Mm. Came pretty close, right? Mm. Kind of made the news over there as well, didn't it? That was like the wildfires in the French Alps. And there was how far was it from your house? It's about four hundred meters. Oh, the, the, the closest it came. It was pretty scary. Is it, and that And that's obviously rare, right? That's
1: yeah. That one was was it wasn't a natural thing, you know. So, and I think people are going to be more and more. Uh, well, it could go the other way. You could get someone who's a dick who just sets someone on fire on purpose. But yeah, um, yeah. but it was it was just sort of the same. It was the same everywhere, wasn't it? There was just that like mad dry patch where it didn't rain for like two and a half months or something. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's climate change. It's gonna. There's gonna be, you know. On the flip side, there will be months where it does nothing but dump. You know that is gonna happen. It's just more and more extreme weather events, whether they're warm. February's, which we've had, yeah. or extremely cold January's with loads of snow. You know th- that is what's going to happen. So, you know it it does suck. Hopefully, we can sort it out.
0: Yeah, has it changed your relationship with snowboarding, living out there full time? Because obviously, you sort of spent. The... How long have you been riding? Like since you know? Well, I always
1: say no, not always. No one ever asked me. Don't know why I said that. Um. Five decades, <laughs> because I started in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, I'm calling it, but it was December 1989.
2: <laughs> yeah, is this when it's you 80s. went up to the
1: lakes? Went up to the lakes. So that was my first bit of so I was snowboarding in the eighties. I'm owning it. Nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens, now two thousand twenties.
0: And you, so because we wild. were in the pub the night and we were talking about how great it is. Because Harry, your son has obviously got his little gang, hasn't he? With with his two mates, who are, you know, you just all went to the wave and went mountain biking, and they're kind of yeah. they're kind of ripping, aren't they, as well now? Oh, like it's wicked, you know, it's like so and really, you know yeah. the, what are the 12, 13, 12, 13, yeah, and you know, obviously seeing that is just amazing, and well, they're in every swell in Brighton. I mean, yeah, and you know, every... and we and we were just talking about the fact that you know it's a bit of an old farty bit of chat, but. The fact that you know there's a really good skate park here, and you know it's normal for them to be surfing. Mm. at That I mean, that it always has been. But like for us, it was just it was it was a very exotic, difficult to access thing, really, wasn't it? Apart from skateboarding, I mean, skateboarding was was straightforward because if you could afford a yeah, skateboard. Yeah, but even that, even that, I remember. You
1: know, you, you you were definitely like that American kid or whatever. You know, at school, if you skateboarded in, in that the was your 80s, that I'm was 90s. your nickname
0: when when you came to our school, that's yeah. why everyone called you American kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I put that in the intro to the book yeah, you read that right. No, or- I've not awkward no. um yeah because we and uh, that intro that i wrote to look inside of his volume i will read it is is basically you, you sent
1: how well you let me talk about the book for a second yeah right, this is because, awkward <laughs> <laughs> and i bought a copy of the book because i listened to the one that he did with you and, and you were going on about it where everyone was like trying to blag stuff oh off yeah no, so I, I was like I, right straight on to no, whatever you did buy it fair thing, enough bought a copy fair and then enough. you sent a copy to harry <laughs> mm. You so got a free copy. Oh, yeah, I sent one to um, Harry
0: and Gabe. Yeah, well, I thought, well, you know, they've got, you've got, we've got to get them stoked
1: to, out. I'm not sure where that copy of... I think Chris Cracknell might have nicked it. A massive apology to Chris Cracknell if he's listening to this and he didn't nick it. But so it's it's somewhere, but I don't have Chris, it. did
0: you buy one? <laughs> <laughs> Cracknell, that is, if you're listening. No, but I mean, you know, in that in that um, intro, what I was basically talking about was... What we, what we were saying, probably the night, you know, like for us, obviously, California... At the time was like this incredibly exotic place where like yeah that's where it all came from and you know it was very <laughs> the pavements were a lot smoother than stratford and <laughs> yeah and then the films obviously a lot of the, the snow films a lot of them were all filmed around tahoe and around you know so but these days obviously for like kids like harry you know he's been going skiing and snowboarding with you since he was a kid he's you know he's surfing all the time and you know they go the wave like, oh, it's, it's, just, vibe, it's just isn't it? amazing isn't yeah, it you know Olympic but, sports, yeah. but, but when we were <clears throat> growing up yeah like you know
1: i well I, it isn't I like basically... that everywhere because a few years ago so harry was on his scooter he was about five and i was skateboarding and we went from uh, so at his granny's house which is on the out you know it's like the outskirts of southampton and we went down the road to the tesco petrol station oh i think i remember this didn't you get properly hackled yeah some guy and he was i mean it was like you know one one foot in the grave he was literally shearing the hedge <laughs> as we went past and he went it's not fucking san francisco mate <laughs> you know and i was like you know and i'm old enough to to be like what the? you know i'm with a five-year-old on a scooter yeah so i just sort of said to him like what
0: you know and he was really embarrassed in the end but that still happens. Yeah, I mean, a it's lot. like when somebody put that thing on the surf group about you know there was that. I think it's like Richard Osman, like oh, there's a skateboard coach in Brighton. Like, yeah, I'm always amazed ah, by yeah, stuff yeah. like that when I'm a yeah, bit like still. I'm be like, wow, people are still like that about these yeah. things. You but know? but
1: he's of that generation. The kids aren't like that. I mean, for Harry, skateboarding, rugby, football, you know, they're base all base jumping. They're just legit sports that you can do if you want to do them. Yeah, there's no there's no difference.
0: No, and it's brilliant. And and like i was talking to to, to our, me and dave went surfing yesterday and um we were saying like you know like harry and gabe they're probably going to be go fucking barley when they're like 18 aren't they do you know what i mean like they're yeah. gonna they're gonna be like proper living that yeah and we're all gonna be really jealous because we're all gonna be ripping you know like yeah. but it's it's but back to what i was you know when you were saying you started in nineteen eighty nine, and what i was talking about in in that introduction is like you you needed we needed the role model didn't we you know and, 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 and as much as a, as a gag it was that that was your nickname at school American Kid I mean that you know for us for me and Drew and like it's kind of why we got into it you know like meeting know. you and then meeting Meeting Steve and, and meeting everybody and, and suddenly being like, Oh wow, fuck, like these people are all doing this thing which is like yeah. very, very different and something I'm really interested in. Same with you, your cousin, right? You know, that kind of came from when you went to California. Yeah, you You're need in... you need a you need an instigator, don't you? You need a Pied Piper to be a rat behind <laughs> Yeah, very definitely. But that you know, that, that we tale about you you at the age of whatever you would have been, like fourteen, like buying a deciding right and buy a snowboard and get the train up to the Lake District's bit of a classic case in point about what I've been yeah. saying really you, you you weren't really taking no for an answer there were you you're like I want to do that and I'm going to learn that I'm going to make it happen you know
1: yeah 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 but then you know you, you sometimes you feel the pull of something that's so strong that you know you're willing to get up at 5am to walk down to a you know you know an absolute storm to go and surf a place called the Shit Pipes <laughs> <you> know, in <laughs> which November, we, which we did yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's just too it's too strong, isn't it the the the, the call of it? So you've got to go and answer. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, it was like that for me, for sure. I, I you just I just don't think about it. You just yeah, there's hurdles in the way. I mean, you know, we ended up riding a lot of plastic. We went to the Dendex slopes, and it's even before the indoor snow existed, and they were just cool. They were fun, fun places, and we got better and better. And then we start when we started doing seasons. You know, I never really went back to the plastic because you know, in comparison, it's dog shit. But it's still amazing. You know, And obviously without it, 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 I, I owe it a huge debt of gratitude. When was the last time you wrote Dendex?
0: Yeah. 1994 maybe i don't know (laughs) i love the fact that jamie nichols still goes and just well yeah shreds halifax i know it's cool isn't it yeah
1: no i mean no no, when was it no actually so there was um there was one of those like rolling ones i went to vienna a couple of weeks ago and there was one of those and i had to go on that and it was horrible (laughs) yeah i don't have great memories of that really no but you know it's that that's just that's just part of it i mean i suppose you know, my my neighbour in France, like, he, he learned to surf in... He, he grew up in Dieppe, you know, just... Oh, right. Yeah, so he... But then moved to Tahiti when he was younger and surfed, like, you know, these amazing waves in Tahiti. I doubt he goes back in the water when he's back in Dieppe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just sometimes it's it's a stepping stone that you, you need, but maybe you don't have to go back to you that much.
0: Yeah. So, is it is it... You always felt like you were going to end up in the mountains, like, you know, you always obviously you know we, yeah, we did, 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 having, a, did yeah. a lot of seasons but this this kind of move felt like a bit of a natural thing for you really
1: well you know there's definitely a lot of people doing it as well as loads of people that did seasons in the you know 80s 90s 2000s whatever that are going back to the mountains with families and because uh, the quality of life's good yeah um I see that a lot you know it's a bit like the skate parks here you know in the 90s it was just people who were under 20 years old and now it's like the, f- the whole family and it's the same for the seasoners in, in the in the mountains so yeah it felt it felt right you know it felt
0: it felt like the right thing to do um yeah 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 I can't wait to go snowboarding I didn't really go last year I've really been that much since that trip with you really I kind of miss well, the, missed missed the, the COVID season. Mm. Did two trips last year to Jackson and then Aviemore. <laughs> and Aviemore, the classics. <laughs> I, I
1: had a better time in Aviemore, I've got to be honest. Uh, Aviemore is amazing. I mean, well, our early trips from, you know, riding at Rosendale, there was a guy, I remember, I can't remember his name. He said to us once, me and Steve, he was like, I'm going to Aviemore for the weekend you're more than welcome to get a lift because we couldn't drive. I'll give you a lift. Uh, I've got a hotel. You can sleep in the car if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, yes, please. <laughs> so, you know, that began like, I mean, years of just sleeping in cars in sleeping bags. And, you know, and we were just stoked. We were there in our, what was it? Um, CNA, you know, snow ski gear, snowboarding. But I remember we we hit the White Lady when it was about three foot fresh, and it was about as good as it gets, you know. So yeah. yeah, don't don't don't
0: regret those things. Yeah, I should ask you about the kind of dry slope glory days because there's, there's definitely a lot of people listening to this that will remember that and see it fondly, you know. And You're obviously like a real intrinsic part of that that kind of period and almost the very like you know salad days of the industry, really, like when you know. I mean, I saw. Alan darren last couple like a month ago. yeah yeah which was al green amazing you know like and <laughs> hi al and um and it kind of reminded me of that whole era really you know like yeah it was great wasn't it yeah i mean you must have amazing memories of, of that of that kind well, of heyday
1: yeah what I, do you know when i think back about it my my overriding memories of snowboarding are so early on we had like eddie spearing stig Sang Tan, um Al Green all of that crew and they were I don't know how old they are but I reckon well, how old is Al? Are I think short? Al might
0: be early 60s because right. me, and, me and Les Seddon Brown were really pissed that night and mm. um, we were saying because Al sort of casually said like uh, I think he mentioned he, he mentioned he would his 60s birth 60s birthday right, or something okay. or yeah. so I was like alright fuck he's like he's a good 15 20 years older than me then. And, and yeah. then and then I was like so when we were all tooling around I mean he was he was mid thirties, maybe 40. Right. And I kind of m- made me respect those guys even more really because. Oh
1: yeah. Well, that was it. There was just like this group of adults cause we were teenagers. Yeah. And, but they were
0: like, the,
1: p- p- peers is the wrong word, but you know, they didn't treat us like kids. No,
0: they really didn't. And they were so encouraging and kind of respectful. And oh, that was amazing. Yeah. They were, they were, you know, so much. Um, and that was a real, and you know, Eddie as well. I mean, you know, i definitely going to get eddie on air at some point yeah um i I, want to do that in person well eddie for me eddie spearing
1: started off the kind of the thing that which we we talk and then you know uh, you know white lines did it so basically I, i i would say that he was the person that instigated that kind of mischievous just fucking around silliness that uk snowboarding has always maintained yeah you know tim and gend have always like carried on that. I mean, they yeah. took it to the peak with the films. I think you know the, those films were genius.
0: That kind of absurdist, yeah. Sort of. Well, just very, like what are we doing? Very, we're fucking around on snowboards. Very British. You know, there's nothing more of, to it than that.
1: Yeah. And I think that Eddie and Snowboard UK at the beginning, they were they they had that. And so we sort of learned from that. And then when we started doing White Lines, that was all we wanted to do. Yeah. You know, we just wanted to show that it's it. You know, everything about White Lines was just we're just fucking
0: around but they were just so encouraging as well i mean i remember i mean i've I've, i said this to eddie a few years afterwards maybe you know like when i interviewed you for snowboard uk which was summer 95 we did that um and i remember that because that was just after we'd got back from that glastonbury (laughs) where we saw oasis and um, do you remember that yeah we jumped the fence and all that and yeah, yeah and it yeah. was yeah it course. was it was the year oasis headlined and obviously being from manchester we were like you know real, you know we were just super into that music and that scene yeah i'm wondering how much we want to talk about that <laughs> probably
1: not that probably not that much detail. well i remember i remember there was that bit where we got lost and it was just me and you and then we met that group of girls who were like are you guys okay? <laughs> we were like, you yeah, think so?" We were just a little bit lost, and then we ended up spending. Yeah, they they hooked us up. They, they hooked great. us up, but it wasn't like it was quite innocent. I mean, they yeah. Were, I mean, I was they I was fairly cool. Yeah, and
0: you know, I think I was probably 18, 19. Anyway, but mm. I mean, so after that, then are you lost? <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, just a bit. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So then I did that interview with you for Snowboard UK with Drew. Um, we did that that summer, and I remember it came out. I've kind of posted about this on Instagram. It came out um, the year afterwards. Yeah, you posted that awful caption. Whatever,
1: not you the caption, but the. Yeah, yeah I don't know about those f- things. A few <coughs>
0: people zoomed in on that and were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, it was the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> we did a lot of different era. did a lot of stuff that you probably wouldn't wouldn't pass the uh, the woke test these <laughs> days." But um, and anyway, Eddie was just so encouraging. You know, like was basically I remember phoning me up and was like, "It's really good." you know Mm -hmm. do you want to do some more like and then that from that like end up getting a getting something in white lines and i just remember like how just how generous and friendly and you know and just encouraging everybody was like yeah and like you say what
1: you've got to remember is you know you're you were someone who'd just done an english degree (laughs) And write. the standard, <laughs> the standard of spelling in in any kind of snowboard publication at that point was, I mean, beyond atrocious, wasn't it? It was, it was. Yeah, but so, you, and not to like, you know you know, obviously, mean. I'm you, saying you, you, you someone you know. like you was in hot demand because you, you knew you knew snowboarding, and you know you were at the very beginning of, you know, a journalistic, a potentially journalistic career and so you know of course he's going to be like that because you
0: know yeah but you know what I mean like it was it, for me it was like really I was like oh right fuck okay I could do more of this you know yeah um, we did and it was what do you think you would have done bef- if, if if that hadn't happened you know? well I had an interview at a newspaper in Sheffield um, and I didn't I didn't do it because it was probably music was the other thing that yeah I was super into that you know I was obviously always it. been in bands and, and all that and then um but i always wanted to be a journalist like i always wanted to do that from a very young age and um i remember having this interview at the sheffield star or something Mm. and then basically not going because i remember i remember um when i was coming to the end of my degree and you were you were sort of coming back to sheffield to hang out and stay with us and i remembered the you were like what you can do after you graduate and i was like i've got no fucking idea you know go and do a season probably and and you were a bit like, well, you know, we could always try and work for White Lines. like. And I was a bit like, oh, right, well, we could do that, you know. Mm. <laughs> and and that was all your idea, basically, to be like, yeah, you know, we could go down there and we could basically pitch him that we'll, we'll do all the art, we'll do all the words, and we'll, we'll just get enough money to go and do a season and blah, blah, blah. And I was just a bit like, that sounds fucking sick. I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm in. So I didn't go and do that interview at the Sheffield Star, mm. which my mum was, really annoyed at the time <laughs> sorry christine um and you know they they bring that up every now and again like oh, really? oh well what you know they're always like well i was you know, i said got my face in it you know all these years later so i i, I guess
1: a sliding doors moment yeah little probably little. at the same time that the actual film sliding doors a, came out. a little
0: bit a little bit i mean mm. yeah i just i mean i I, I i didn't really you know I, one of Elastica, basically though yeah. like you, what you lot were doing was obviously like a massive influence on 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 me and drew and like because we were a couple of years younger like three years younger than you mm. then and it's a bit it's a when you're in your late teens early 20s it's a bigger age gap isn't it you know it yeah, feels yeah. more significant so and this is almost why i said you know you were a leader and you were like oh you know whatever but you know back then we did kind of follow what you were doing really you know it was a bit like because you know that first season in France you were like yeah I'm gonna sort house out you know right. and yeah. and like and we were like cool Chris is gonna sort all out again you know like and and we and you know and then we got to Maribel and you like introduced us to like absolutely everybody and you know it kind of so you know I was basically wanted to go snowboarding get pissed and fuck about so it was a Bit for of a season. A good combo, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty attractive. How about you? What would you have done if you hadn't have um stumbled into this bizarre path? <laughs> Honestly don't know. Really don't know. I mean Did you have like things that you wanted to do when you were younger?
1: Well, you know, like I was doing geology when when um with Dougie Chapman.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey
1: guys. <laughs> uh, do you remember him?
0: I do remember him and I remember the story of you going to the Isle of Arran and someone nicked a car <laughs> <laughs> on on that six form trip. And I remember, was it A. D. Franks singing that Smith tune, let me put my hands on your mammary glands. Oh yeah, he didn't like and that. And he fucking stopped the bus. And he didn't like, like that. What the fuck? <laughs> like, went
1: into the Smiths. No, he went into the Smiths. Dougie Chapman. I, I, yeah, do you know what? About three years ago, I, I thought about Dougie Chapman and I thought, I wonder if he, I mean, he, he wouldn't have been on Facebook anyway, because I was thinking, I wonder if he's still alive. I mean, you know, quite a while ago now. He's mm. probably only
0: like thirty-two. <laughs> no, he was, <laughs> no, he was. No, he he'd retired. Yeah, he was older for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he. Yeah, you, you worked, were super into that though, weren't you?
1: you I loved it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it's like you know how just literally describes like your surroundings, like your physical surroundings wherever you are in the world. And of course, I love, love the mountains. So it was, it was, yeah, it was perfect for me. And we went to Iron a few times and, yeah, I loved it. I've got some amazing photos, actually, where I'm fully, I look like I've come out of, like, a Kemper catalogue or something. <laughs> I'm wearing, like, proper Got the chaos nineties, Yeah. Well, you were the king so of
0: fucking, so. like, well, let's go, go to Glastonbury. You were always, like... I'm, I'm going to take my snowball boots. Snowboard boots you know Mate. well there was that there was that year when you, you... <laughs> a muddy
1: glass in rear snowboard boot is a good thing no but have. I
0: remember that year you were like <laughs> can you bring me a load of stuff and Drew went to the charity shop and bought that two quid orange cagoule <laughs> like, there you go <laughs> have and you, that and you were like oh Okay. Uh, yeah. Didn't didn't fancy bringing the. Do you know what Burton the, the thing I Shabke remember then? about
1: that is is when we tried to um, break into class that the same year and we met that guy who reckoned so he was a bullshitter because he reckoned the he was TA a, guy yeah, yeah. made us eat all our crisps. <laughs> well, he literally took he took all the crisps out of Drew's bag and just threw them in a ditch. Yeah. That's right, uh, and yeah. it was like he's like they're gonna, they all that
0: noise, all that crinkling, they'll be on to oh, us. Fucking, hell, that was more innocent time, wasn't it? I mean, we literally drove near <laughs> Glastonbury and then parked, yeah, like in a, I mean, we was parked in like a layby or something. And then I don't think we cared where the car was. And then like just there was no troops you know, across all the fields until yeah. yeah. I mean, we re- really did
1: rely on memory there as well. Probably your memory actually, because there was definitely no Google pin this and
0: remember where the car was. Either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you, you, but you didn't really have any big sort of plans of like what great it was always. Well, Well, no, I mean you know snowboarding. I guess you were you were kind of just like because you you know you were successful in in the British scene. So you know you had a yeah. I mean, there was no way I couldn't
1: follow it to see what would happen. Yeah, because you and you and
0: Stee and Stu were kind of, and I guess Danny maybe as well. But you, you, you three were the. Well, you and Stu especially were the were definitely the two that
1: realised Steve that was the one with all the talent, I think that would that be fair to say. And and we just all, you know, were on his coattails. But from, I mean you and Stu
0: definitely like kind of were, at one point must have realised that was there was a bit of money to be made and it was a bit of an amazing opportunity. Because you were both pretty professional, like for sure. Yeah, well we yeah, well from quite we, a young we, age. We figured out that what
1: sponsors wanted was was like coverage you know so so the media's into you because you're doing something that is perceived to be cool yeah and then the sponsors want to jump on that because they want to be attached to something cool yeah it's we the were... kind of
0: perfect time to do it wasn't it given yeah. given the fact that well, Snow... we had a
1: beer sponsor yeah. yeah we had Budweiser
0: yeah and um
1: was it Budweiser yeah it was Budweiser wasn't it
0: it's Bud, Bud Light wasn't it uh you, you uh yeah, no hang Bud Ice. Bud Ice that was it. Bud Ice. Yeah. yeah, it didn't. Um well it was just loads of brands that were like, oh this is cool. We're going to throw money at this basically, weren't they? Yeah, right Guard. Do you yeah. want to go to Greenland? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, the the Bud Ice thing was funny though because we ended up that was when it started getting pretty mad because like, you know, we went to Japan. Is that and when you it, met Bell? Yeah, with like Loaded <laughs> Magazine and um, Ministry of Sound mag- Magazine, you know, and that was massive at the time. There's a guy, he's, well, he was Disco Dan, I think his name was, and he came on he came on that trip. And, you know, that trip was wild. Like, I remember there's a couple of PR girls that would run it. And now, you know, obviously, because we work, you know, this is we're on the flip side of the industry, and I remember that one of them shouting as, you know, people were heading off into the night and someone had talking about getting like, you know, hookers and cocaine in a non-ironic way. And someone was like,
0: get a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't
1: involved in any of the, any of course of not, stuff, of course way. not.
0: No, but I mean, because also thinking about that, when you said that, I remembered you because that's also how we ended up kind of, Really forging a bit of a career, wasn't it, as journalists? Because, because every trip, first you would do, then I would do after that. You would just meet all these people, wouldn't you? And you'd meet yeah. editors, and you would meet other journalists, and and you would then. Just well, I think we realised that, that snow- snowboarding.
1: Yeah, we, well, we we foolishly thought snowboarding maybe had like a ceiling, so mm. we'd have to go into, you know, something a bit more mainstream. But as you write, and I know you've talked about this before on the podcast, it's like, actually that niche is is all you need. I mean, this is, look at this, you know, this, you, you, you go and meeting all these people with fascinating stories from from the action sports world. But we didn't know that at the time, you know, no. and of course, we couldn't have predicted the way the internet would allow these kind of
0: things to happen. So we thought it'd have to be. It just reminded me of when you got that laptop and uh, we, I think that was our first season, wasn't it? Oh, that fucking bowl of coffee. Well, no, I was laughing about that, yeah. But I remember the fact that you... Because you you had the laptop that you could plug your phone into and stream to the internet in, like, you know, 97 or whatever. And we did a season... Yeah, proper Mission Impossible stuff, wasn't it? Did a season, like, basically sending the whole mag back on that until you slopped a bowl of coffee on it. (laughs) That was an annoying day.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I know. But, you know, if, if... what we couldn't have predicted is that we were trying to get into the world of print media just at the time that the internet was about to just absolutely shit on the world of print media Yeah, in a way that was just, you know, made
0: everything totally on. Un- well, it happened really quick. Didn't it? I mean, I talked about this on one of the blogs that I've done. Um, and I remember because you had that period. I mean, I really rinse this, but doing all those press trips, it's like kind of ten years, really. Like of of you know when when we left White Lines, but also before that because we were doing a lot of travel writing, weren't we? And we were a bit like, all oh, right, there's a bit of a career in this, you know. We could we could earn money doing this, like away from snowboarding. So started getting on that weird little PR press trip scene, mm. and did you know I did a, definitely did ten years of them, and it was fucking really good laugh Mm. but I remember and you know met loads of really good friends and I remember Tom Robbins who's a good friend who's now the travel editor of the FT and you know one of the last newspapers basically standing really isn't it you know that still got that old school set up with like a proper travel section and all that yeah and yeah I remember him saying you know yeah I got a job in journalism because I thought it'd be a job for life kind of thing you know Right. and uh, very rapidly that didn't that proved not to be the case in it because i think mm. i think really like the other thing that was interesting about about it was that i realized i kind of always undervalued what we did in some sort of snobbish slightly young dickish way you know it was always like it was always kind of thinking especially somebody
1: <laughs> how can i take this mainstream Well,
0: a it? little bit you know <clears throat> like and also like being a bit pretentious and being a bit you know when you're younger and thinking like well this isn't really proper journalism you know right. like i mean you didn't yeah. have that but i certainly had that like it was a bit like oh you know i always wanted to get published in newspapers and I always wanted to yeah and then that kind of happened and and you know you can't you just can't really do that anymore you know basically the niche that we had proved to be the thing that gave it longevity didn't it because yeah well it, absolutely and and also like what is
1: Proper journalism anymore. I mean, you yeah, know, exactly. I, I just it's, don't think it exists. You know, it's silly. A-
0: anyone can publish anything whenever they want. Yeah, and you know, yeah, there are. Well, still... that in itself is a throwback in it to to yeah. like a probably quite an analog Gen Xy yeah. kind of take on things, really.
1: Yeah. Well, it was always that thing. It's the same with music, wasn't it? It was always like the goal was to t- sort of get signed rather than to just make something happen yourself. Yeah, exactly. Which I and think
0: it's... you know, when I've looked back on on that, I think it's way healthier now I think because I think mm. these days obviously it's much harder to make money from things like you know being a musician or whatever and that's obviously problematic and you know, there's, there's, that's another argument for another day but I think if you're doing it now that you're doing it because it's just it's something that you're passionate about and you enjoy which it. is what
1: it should be right this is what it should be yeah you know? definitely yeah well I've just done a piece for White Lines I mean you know massive thanks to White Lines because since 95 I mean well because, what's really lovely isn't it is that they still, they're still doing mags. They're still doing stuff, and every now and again, when they've got something to do, they they get hold of
0: me and you because we, we, we've got the heritage and we go back to the early issues. Did, um, do you always ask Ed the same question that I do, which is always like, "Is Chris file yet <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "No, he's he's going to be the least It's always me and you think that last. <laughs> No, uh um, He always says to me like i when's the deadline He's like there's no point in giving you a deadline. So no, Sam McMahon
1: do... was it was last, last year. Yeah, right. thought, that's what Ed told me. Ed can uh clear this one up. But yeah, we are I mean what, if what, your point is we're fucking slack, then I would imagine Eddie's gonna be nodding his head right now.
0: What was your piece this year then? Well it was did about you, Did you get the, the, the Yibblefest brief? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty open brief. Stuck a stuck the boot into um the um the the Travis Rice tour what was it was called the uh, natural selection natural selection tour a little bit um not in a bad way i love i loved the tour i love sorry yeah love the tour but i was a, a little thing about the nfts like not that into nfts um wow. and it was about musicians it was about like you know maybe we're in this um the thing about musicians is you know there was this golden period from the sort of 50s through to early 2000s whatever when they were multi millionaires. but but like you know, prior to that, they were just absolute, you know, shit shovelers and yeah, kind of gone back to that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, the idea was that is snowboarding the same thing was was there this golden period? Is it inevitable? Probably not. You know, snowboarding is a little bit on on the on the wane around think, the world. Do you
0: think so, or is that well, fact?
1: Uh, yeah, just I mean, it, just the energy. You know, the energy is probably with skiing a bit more. I mean, I think all the seasonaires probably want to ski you know i think snowboarding has reached its 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 place um you know a, a few olympics ago it was it was the it was the one that everyone wanted to watch it was where all the, the coolness was whereas i think now the skiing is sort of you know come back like the skiing half pipe is amazing to watch the ski across is you know what i mean there's not yeah you know and like harry doesn't look at skiing as like oh that's uncool and snowboarding is cool he's just like that his generation are just know, like. but that was always sports. so
0: weird that wasn't it like because I remember when I was when but it was in the 90s I mean you know it was for a bit was, but I mean you know yeah but I mean like we gave a shit I mean no we lived with skiers all every season that we did and we would go out you know like that and I wonder if 10 years before we would have
1: yeah because we lived with the kind of sort of I wouldn't say they were pioneering skiers you know but the, they were amazing hello Sandy I S- Ski John, you know, they were really cool, but they were like the they were on skis which were just you know futuristic skis. They were into free riding skiing, and there weren't many people doing that at that time. And that's the skiing which, but they took that. That's why they were living with snowboarders because they they wanted to you know go free riding with us. They wanted to go in the back country, and snowboarding gave that back to skiing. I think if you went back to like the very uh, you know late eighties early nineties. Well, Glenn Plake, you know we we loved those films, didn't we? Because it had the same sort of energy.
0: Yeah, that's why I, I, you know getting Greg Stump on air was like, yeah. just you know so stoked about that because yeah. those were he hit it
1: so sweet as well, didn't he? With all, all of the um, uh, Z uh, what's what's the ZTT ZTT label? Yeah, did you listen yeah. to that one?
0: He was brilliant about it. Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, I uh, I was interested, like how he got. You know that it was just accident, wasn't it? Basically, the music and but so cool. I mean, I remember the Frankie goes to Hollywood, you know, Warriors and a Wasteland, watching that In Chamonix. It's just like wow, that's cool. And I, of course, we didn't care if it was skiing or snowboarding. We had that right energy. Yeah. But if you watch those films now, they're on skis, which are you know those are just bullshit skis that are not made for those conditions. And so very quickly after that, it was you know the the ski industry worked it out, started doing what the snowboard. Manufacturers were doing same with the marketing, same with the kind of you know making stars out of people like Glen Plake or you know some of the the skiers that came after, and it's you know they they kind of pulled it back, but I think in the late eighties it was, you know, skiing was pretty uncool. It yeah, was the golf scene wasn't it? You know,
0: the yacht yacht club scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it is true. But so you think these days? I mean, that's the premise of your article, is it that that you think? snowboarding's something like that I can't quite remember me and Ed <laughs> just
1: talked a load of rubbish and then he's like go for it hopefully try and make it funny it
0: doesn't it sound very funny does it sounds interesting though because it I mean it's a bit of a bit of a perennial. it's got top. a lot
1: of dildo references
0: as, as I remember yeah well I wouldn't expect that but there you go yeah it's white lines for you yeah yeah no I'm looking forward to coming out I'm going to try and do a bit more snowboarding this year and a bit yeah. more you know a bit more touring as well a bit more splitboarding yeah
1: well that's it you know as we're getting a bit older it's more I mean it's the quality of the snow isn't it we want good snow you know these days when it's because it's icy a lot and you know I tend to just just sort of um, I've got a little group sometimes we go skiing sometimes we have a pretty uh, you know ladies who lunch day on the mountain just go and have a couple of nice um, nice meals somewhere and just fly around on
0: skis but if it's good snow
1: I'm snowboarding you know. Yeah. I've got a snowboard crew.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna hopefully go out to teen first week in December and stay with John. Um, so we should catch up.
1: Yeah man. Um <clears throat> I think I might be here for the first week of December. I'm taking Harry and a couple I'm taking the, the kids, the Groms, all three of them out to um Valterens for the opening weekend. Ah nice for the trip. Yeah. They'll be pretty stoked on that. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, the the whole reason I've done the house is so that I can have
0: a sociable life, have some If you build it, they will come. Exactly. <laughs> I've actually got that on here. Come on then, that. hit me with a Kevin Costner question. <laughs> you, were, no, just... you, 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 were, you were so gutted that Drew didn't mention that in his best man speech. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is something that I don't, I mean, why would any listeners of the podcast know this, but Matt's dissertation was on... The Kevin Costner film, Field of Dreams. It, yeah. Which is so
0: left field. I mean, I wouldn't say that. Well, I mean a, I mean I did Costner an English I did an English lit degree. And <laughs> you know, like English lit That still makes is, no sense. Is um what was the God, this is me not remembering stuff, but basically the <laughs> course was something like you know, American sport in narratives like so the course I think we did because they treat films as you know, as texts, right? As yeah, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we did like John Updike because there's quite a load of famous books about the Rabbit series. What else did we do? Did a Bernard Malamud book called The Natural, which is about baseball, and one of the set texts was Field of Dreams. Right. Yeah. Is um, it, so it's a book
1: before the film. No, it was the film. Oh, so they just did. You just, the film. They just
0: treat like books, plays, films as texts. Right. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um. So you watched that and thought.
1: That's, no, I mean, I can't. That's, that's I mean, obviously, did, I can't isn't? remember like how that came about,
0: <laughs> but I mean, basically, did write 12,000 words on Field of Dreams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because I remember going to me mum's recently. Did and you find it? She she basically said, Oh, I found a load of stuff of yours in, in the loft. I, and it, I was going through all this stuff. And it was all handwritten, obviously, because it was kind of before anyone had computers. It was mm. all the essays I'd written at school and university and stuff. And I was like, I don't, who, who's written this? Because the writing was so neat, you know. Oh, that's not you then. No, exactly. And it was, <laughs> it was me. And I was, like, it was, I was like, that's actually, I actually wrote that. That's so weird. And I read one of these essays and I was just, you know, it's just one of those things that's Like, I have got no memory really? whatsoever of that. Like, yeah. you know. Well, do you know what's what's interesting is that I,
1: so obviously you, you saw it because I sent you, I spammed you with loads of pictures, but I, I put up the whole, row of white lines recently because yes. i just finished a bookshelf in the, yeah. in the house
0: Did you, one of the dream one of the dreams you've had for a long time
1: well yeah exactly talking of costner's um my bookshelf of dreams and you know that was that was quite a moment and well, of course i've been lugging around this collection of white lines for well since since we since we made them um and every now and again i'll open one and I can read them and it's completely fresh because I have no memory of any article or
0: anything in there. And the captions are great. The the writing's great. They are really good. Yeah, me and Nick went through quite a lot when I was staying. Well, I didn't stay with him but when I saw him in um, Antonietis the other year. Right. Because he's got them all as well. Right. And he yeah. was the same. He was like, check this out. I've got all the white lines. I was yeah. like, fucking hell. I've not looked at a lot of this <laughs> for a while. So we had a, you yeah. know, he was like, got the one... I think it was issue one or issue two where someone complained. Someone's mum complained. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you've won a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cake face. Cake classic. face. Classic. Yeah, they're, they're they're in there. I mean, let's be honest. Chod was inspired, wasn't he? Like back back then. Like, yeah.
1: Well, he used to Photoshop like geese into the into the pictures just randomly, and there was no reference to it. It would have been just been pretty weird that someone would have just read it, and then I mean, I wonder how many people noticed stuff like that. Probably quite. I think weird. that's why everyone loved it, didn't? Didn't they? You know, like uh, hopefully. hopefully. I always felt I wish I wish we'd pushed it a little. I mean, you know, we used to have those
0: meetings where it was, it, it was just. You wish we'd got the dog on the cover.
1: I wish we'd got the dog on the cover. Yeah. I wish we'd done. I wish we'd done the moustache issue. Yeah, you know, Chod was very much like you're not allowed to draw on the photos of the <laughs> photographer <laughs> contributions. come on, a couple forgot, of cocks on there. I forgot about that. That would look great. Yeah, he really wasn't into that. Yeah. Um but I I do feel as if we could have we could have gone a bit further than than we did. Um but then you know whatever.
0: I still feel guilty about Danny's interview to be honest. What when we went to the hacienda and got uh drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, why do you feel guilty about that? Well, a couple of reasons because <laughs> because firstly, you know, it would have been a big thing for him to have an interview in White Lines at right. the time and we talked him into going to the Hacienda <laughs> and basically getting fucked and then writing about yeah. it would have been a nightmare which for a got, podcast which it. got published yeah. um, I mean it would from what I remember it literally had nothing to do with snowboarding oh, well I don't remember anything about the interview So I remember we got a cab for... back to Sheffield wow did we yeah what from the Hacienda yeah which and I remember it cost something like 20 quid <laughs> you know, which at the time seemed like an outrageous amount of money. Um, and and then I remember when Ed got the job of editor of White Lines and he, um, I think that was around the time that, that he did like the the 20 most influential British nobles of all time, which Danny, Danny won. Yeah. You know? And he asked me to write Danny's thing. Okay, um, and because I, I then did another, I think, or well, maybe you did another interview. But like Danny, got another, in- there, Danny got another interview where it was like a proper thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and Ed basically wrote this thing, which is like, in, pre- in preparing for this, I went back through the archive and like found Danny's last interview, and he was basically oh no. like, you know. And for some reason, they thought it was a good <laughs> idea to go to the hacienda, and I was a bit like, you know, years later, and I was a bit like, oh god,
1: no, but it's 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 a, it's a capsule of what was going on. Uh, maybe not well, you can't excuse that was what was going on in Snowball
0: and that was just what was going on in our, our heads <laughs> but it's like I mean bless Chod I mean you know the fact that Chod let us get away with all that is, yeah but, but look at
1: it from Chod's perspective I think on issue three there was a there was a dry slope comp into, like you know review and uh, and he couldn't find anyone to write it so he asked, you know, his girlfriend Oh, she did the thing about crocodiles? Yeah, she wrote a story about a crocodile <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the Dry Slope I do remember you. that Yeah, it was, so in, it was in the tradition there's your, there's your starting point Yeah. At least, you know, you, you spoke about Did you talk about Danny? I don't remember anything about the interview You're going to have to find it Or I'll tell you what, I'll scan it Yeah, well, when you've, I scan you, it for you've,
0: you've got it um, Yeah, sorry Danny If you're listening
1: Probably, yeah sorry pro- danny probably
0: for, not sorry chod <laughs> sorry jim <laughs> no I i'm not going to apologize especially not to jim get fucked, fuck jim <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny isn't it looking back because the other thing when i when i interviewed ben i mean this really made me laugh ben powell and we were talking we were you know we were like proper the up up jim really because obviously he's oh, jim's great. like bankrolled yeah. our careers didn't yeah, he, you know? yeah, and um
1: yeah. And he was everyone's dad, even though he was like a year older than us. Well, that's
0: the thing. And me and Ben were talking and we were like, you know, and here's this 40-year-old guy. He's like, and then he, and I think Ben posted on LinkedIn or something and, he, and he'd obviously listened to it and he was like, I was 32. <laughs> was he 32? He was it like, is? fucking hell. Wow. I did not think that.
1: No, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, it's great. What? Imagine walking back into one Sturt Street. Was yeah, well, I, I
0: randomly looked on Facebook for the first time in probably a couple of years yesterday, and um, and the first thing that came up was an Andy Horsley post, all those bits of way. Bruno. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah, Bruno. Oh, yeah. Oh, but no Bruno, way. like, dressed up as a skater, and <laughs> 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 yeah. Bruno was the office dog. Yeah, it's that like... was pretty funny. Well, every time he walked
1: into that office, there was... Because it was just always skateboarding kit everywhere, wasn't it? Because they were always doing photo shoots for skating. Had a massive cloud of weed smoke. <laughs> and then and the office dog Bruno and they just used to dress him up all the time, didn't they? Ah, it, it was it was definitely fun. I don't I think about it as like because I know that you often think of, you're sl- slightly embarrassed by stuff that's happened in the past, but I look at it as, it's it's a perfect moment in you know it says a lot about snowboard history. It's not as polished as you know you think, but then imagine finding like a Sex Pistols flyer from 1980. You know, it's not going to be. Yeah, it, I think it,
0: I think that's my problem really. As in, as in, like I don't think it's a big problem, but I think that's just I don't know. It's just a bit of a strange. Because who cares? You know, ultimately, yeah. like it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't matter, does it? You no. know, like. Well, I like it the fact that it's it's a bit. You know, I'm definitely glad there was no camera phones. Oh yeah,
1: God imagine if you could go scroll back on instagram all the way to 1992 yeah i'm glad glad they weren't around <laughs> we're at the house no, no, <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah we're interviewing danny yeah i i'm gonna have to read that i really want to know what um well you can now what was said yeah but danny was amazing danny was an, you know and i, I mean I'd,
0: at some probably point that I, I, an I, I, amazing snowboarder anyway, well i'm I'm probably... I really want to get Danny on there as well because Danny's, you know, like, it's easy to forget his, how significant an influence he was, really. Mm-hmm. Like, and how fucking good he was. Oh, yeah, he was amazing. He was amazing. I do, I do look back every now and again...
1: And you see things and some of the, some of the riding, I mean, you know, Sasha, Jamie Baker, you know, Elliot Neve even, there was like, there was proper good riding. I oh, don't say Neve. It'll be, it'll
0: be fucking <laughs> 10 men in his way around Edinburgh now. No, but
1: you can pick up those mags, you know, pick, pick up a mag from ninety eight ninety nine, and there's some cover's proper still great. good riding. Yeah. Neve's
0: backside rodeo cover. Yeah.
1: There's, so I don't know. I'm pretty proud of it all. I think it's, it's a nice thing to have. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that cause I put it all up on a shelf. Yeah. So, you know.
0: chest is out what else you got on your list
1: (laughs) what have i got my my phone keeps going on to a thing well i did think it's it's the podcast is like the worst way of getting across just how tall you are
0: (laughs) i don't think people would know exactly i am very tall (laughs) yeah re- it's is, it is true but it's more length rather than i tall still get ones. that i still get like who. i saw something the other day and they were like wow you're really tall i was like yeah <laughs> yeah that is that is true so
1: yeah what is it now when people do you have people that meet you and go oh you're on that bar from from the podcast because your podcast is massive so that must um, happen to you yeah it happens every now and again is it at places like the wave or, or, or something like that or uh you know?
0: yeah it happened at the Wave the other day. Um, it happened. It happened to me pretty random recently. Yeah, it yeah. happened in Blue Grove the the night in Croy, but I was fucking leathered, right. um, so I was, I, I, I was, you know, when you like at a wedding and you're speaking to like um, some member of the bride's family, right? Okay, <laughs> like I really try to hold it together. Um, yeah, it's obviously amazing when that happens. It's just yeah. real privilege, like to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet.
1: Well, I meet so many people that you know. That listen, and it's you know, because there's a lot of people who drive or do jobs where you can have good felang, you know, yeah,
0: it's cool, yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. you know, but I'm, they don't know at all. You are no, they don't, you know? they don't. Well, let's make it official. <laughs> I'm six foot ten, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, not really six you know, four,
1: six four, yeah. yeah, but it's a long six four, though, isn't it? It's it's, I mean, you you ducking in the boat, same um, height as
0: quasi quarton
1: Really? Mm. Somebody said the other day, they were like, the problem with quasi- quasi-quarting is is not a real quarting. <laughs> 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 I thought that was quite good. Um, right, what, what did I put on my list? Oh, well, my phone's not opening. scintillating <laughs> podcasting, Chris. I know, I know. Well, you <laughs> put me on the spot. You, you were like, what have you got there? Uh, <laughs> my list is so bad. Skateboarding, question mark um still shit still yeah but we're still doing it do you think we're lifers
0: i have really skated for ages and then no we're um, not just skateboarding i mean you you probably surfing is probably your thing isn't it yeah yeah i mean you know. uh, yeah surfing is the one that I, you know i've been really enjoying skating again recently because i think i've i'm such a beginner again basically that i'm just right. i'm just really enjoying like relearning loads of tricks like yeah um and also the group that we're skating with obviously just, it's just rad because they're just so into it. Yeah. It's a couple of friends who are, who are like, well, Spence, he's like, you know, obviously amazing snowboarder. And he's a Pied Piper and we are yeah. the rats. That's yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. And he's just so into it and he's got so good so quickly and he's so driven, mm. you know, and um, it's infectious. So yeah. like, and he's just so encouraging. I mean, even last week when I was, when I was traveling like frontside rock and rolls or something. He's just, you know, he's just, he's just fully, he's just, he's great yeah so I'm really yeah I think so I mean surfing you know I've never been the most naturally like you know what Spencer's got is that ability to like and and all good sports people have got that ability to like translate thought into action like effectively basically haven't they you right know? like Spencer's definitely got that you know Spencer can just like it's a puzzle for Spence isn't it yeah and it is for you as well to a certain degree like it's and you're really good at like working things out and then turning it into you're trying to find the cheat code I always think of it yeah and I you know I know I'm, I'm good at that in some things like I'm good at, like you know I grew up playing football so like I'm I'm you know I can totally do that playing football like um, I did
1: turn this off by the way for some reason it's, it's...
0: um and I think Sorry. we're surfing like I still really have that like you know I'm, I'm because I'm basically still like a total frothing intermediate when it comes down to it you know yeah. like I still every time learn something and every time so I probably and it, you know, and it kind of suits me as well. Like I'm into, you know, I've always been to swimming, and I'm always been to that physical side of things. Yeah, and you've
1: kept fit, haven't you? And that's that's the thing with surfing, you know. And I, and I like and you're comfortable in the water.
0: Yeah, I really like being in the water. We I can like stand up no matter how deep it is. <laughs> not going to drown. <laughs> but I really, you know, I really like. I'm not I'm not scared in the sea, really. You know, I quite. I don't really mind being out in big surf, or mm-hmm. even though I've certainly been out in surf that I definitely shouldn't have been out in, like everyone over the years. So. Yeah, I mean, I fuck it. Just I, I, I just think it always gets it gets better though, doesn't it? I think because I think you know, for me, like it's I was probably always, the one as well that we can do longer. Yeah, but you know, with snowboarding, I was always the worst in the group of our group by miles. You know, like everyone was always miles better than me, and then you know, and I, I definitely struggled with that, like when I was yeah. younger. Yeah, I definitely did. I definitely, I definitely. Let that sometimes curtail my enjoyment of it. I think right. because because you know it's because com- we. You, oh, just, you... just hang out with the kids. They're shit. <laughs> you it's know great. what I mean? they like you Put when you're younger. It's competitive. Boost. You're comparing yourself to people, and yeah, you know all that. Probably stuff. a bad thing to just go and hang out with a load of pros. Well, exactly, and and, in, and you know, when I've got older, I've gone I've gone like oh, I was ridiculous. You know, it's like it's mm. like going to hang out with you know, like a load of professional footballers and wondering why you're not getting a kick and then, yeah. and then telling yourself you shit at football. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just silly, but it definitely was a thing for me at points. And I think these days, like, well now we've got nothing to prove. Haven't we? Well, y- and y- you have that really as you get annoying. older, yeah. you know, you have that, which is just love a, a lovely thing that yeah. you just get over that and you're just not bothered. But also, I mean, I talked to John Weaver about this quite a lot. Um, Cause we're, we definitely kind of look at these things in a similar way. And you know, we're surfing, we, we always say, me and John, like, it's just, if I could do like one good turn, you know, like mm. I, I would, I would die happy. Like if I could actually do a proper good turn, mm. I talked to Henry about this on the podcast as well. Um, And I, I, I just something about boiling it down to that kind of simple thing is is, yeah. is, is really nice. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and also I kind of, you know, it's all a bit more connected as well these days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I enjoy it more than ever. I mean, I definitely miss snowboarding like the last couple of years. Like I say, I'm definitely keen to. Well, we can do it all. That's the thing. We can, you know, we're getting. I
1: feel as if we're getting to the point where it's getting. We we can travel. We've got a nice group. I mean, it's brilliant. Spencer's sort of come out of nowhere in the last few years, and he's really making something happen in amongst our friends. Anyway, with skateboarding. And you know, there's there's a crew for mountain biking as well. There's 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 a, there's a great surfing community. There's things like the wave that have come up, and that's yeah. going to get better and better, isn't it? And
0: well, then also the, the the aspects that we've always enjoyed as well, which is the 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 community side of it. You know, it's yeah, been massive yeah. for me. Uh, yeah. like
1: hanging out, yeah, because yeah, I I don't like it. If I go surfing on my own. It's boring. Yeah, you, know,
0: you need someone to peacock to. <laughs> yeah, actually, I would surfing on my own the the week, and I I do enjoy it, but. I just always, well, it's all right if you've got a goal. Though, I just like the, get, you know, I yeah. like the ritual of it all. You know, I yeah. like the, I like the kind of the pint at the airport. Yeah. You know, getting the hire car, the driving to the resort with your mates. Yeah. You know, I love that, that's for me. As it's it still as enjoyable, and obviously the, yeah, obviously the snowboarding part and the riding part, and the well, surfing part is is is, is but. You know, I've always. I think me and you've always like recognised that in each other. we always like love getting people together. We've always organised trips. Yeah, well, I did you the know, first always...
1: two seasons with just just me and me and Steve Bailey, and that and they were great. But Steve's pretty quiet. You know, he's he's a he's a he's, he's a very very. You know, doesn't say a lot, and so when those seasons when when you guys all started coming out, that's when it started getting. I mean, they were you know i i loved Steve and still do but it got really fun for me when it was like we had a big party scene yeah you know and in the end we had like a house with like 20 people in it whatever and they were when terrible for like actually getting stuff done like you know but really good for yeah having that community chat
0: so i and the, and <clears throat> you know I i still just really love like surf trips with yeah. pl- the planning and the chat. you know, I still just love all yeah, that. it's really. good. Do you notice as well, like since COVID,
1: because a lot of people are like working from home or whatever, and now everyone is a bit freer in the days when stuff is happening. I think that's been a real positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Although I definitely need to carve out a bit more time for doing it rather than just yeah. working around it. I know. Let's well, I,
1: I definitely have been thinking as well about how much time I've got left to do these things I think probably yeah me too life, me too you know? I mean I'm 50 that next summer yeah and I'm thinking I've got 10 years where I'm probably going to be able to do the stuff I want to do you know like
0: but then after that it's going to start getting I think you know, I think
1: it's going to start getting difficult well
0: you're not you're not really asked about keeping healthy or okay healthy is wrong but like you've always like you know you're not you're not super strong on keeping fit <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say that. Um, you know what I mean, though. Like, so I think ten years, you have been a bit, you being a bit hard. You just have to kind of look after it a bit more, don't you? Yeah. No. I, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the reason I still do so much swimming and yeah, you know. And I do, I do try. I do and try I'm, and I'm aware of trying yoga and all that, just because I want to, yeah. I want to be able to, to do it. I mean, well, and also yeah, it's yeah. like why I've I started playing football again this autumn. Same reason. I kind of stopped for a year, hurt myself a bit, I sort of just. Kind of, I don't know. Just you know, just went off the radar a bit. Yeah. And then the other week, I was be like, "Fuck! I'm gonna start playing football again." Because you know, like in 15, 20 years, like I'm not, I'm gonna wish I could play football. That is a good way of thinking about you it. You know, I'm gonna be like sat there going like, "Fuck me! I would give you anything to go and play five a side now." Yeah. You know, like exactly or, or what... go or go surf go surfing. Or... Yeah.
1: That's what I think when I do, when I'm thinking. Oh, I can't be asked going up the mountain or whatever. I do think that. Like, yeah. There'll be days where I, I really cannot do this and I regret it and I've had two you know pretty strong injuries over the last couple of years and that's you know so I wasn't able to and that really pissed me off and made me think right I've got to make hay while the sun shines yeah um yeah but well we'll see how, how long how long we get I mean you know but it is it's cool that so many of our friends and the people that we did seasons with and all you know are still doing it
0: yeah just the, you know it's a real i love that i think the friendships that we've made are the real gift aren't they you know i saw jonno recently in um in croyd yeah you i know, mean jonno we, we always get on that well and you know kind of like proper butted heads over the years and right but you know we it was just really nice and i was a bit pissed and i was sort of told him like how much you know how important his friendship was to me and like it was just really nice you know and we were a bit like we had that really nice thing when you you know get to middle age where you you're a bit like fuck i've known you a long time now you know like and snowboarding (laughs) really and all these things because it'll be the same for people that grew up skating it'll be the same for people listening to grow up you know surfing or whatever but you just have these friendships and relationships that they do feel a bit deeper i think because because of you know if you look at our group of snowboard friends that that we all made through british snowboarding that we're still really close to i mean it's it still is strong as ever isn't it it's cool it's amazing
1: and then you know there's there's events like Nelly's Ride which is yeah obviously there's a a sadness to it but it's an amazing sort of annual it's like an AGM isn't it (laughs) it's
0: brilliant (laughs) yeah you know but like I I just think the longer it goes on the more I just think it's yeah we're lucky it's it's almost like the thing that it's about really isn't it you know as much as the actual doing the thing oh yeah for sure Or oh, like i'm not
1: well the, the nice thing is as well is when we get old as we're getting older all that competitiveness which often spoils things you know i mean i'd say that you know i did seasons with danny and i wouldn't say that danny and i were the best of friends when we did seasons because there was that sort of competitiveness there whereas it's not there anymore yeah you know well, i mean like me i and don't know. feel like i ever really had it you know because i was never really that bothered but there was a lot of people who do you remember when we went snowboarding with um blaze Rosen, Rosencarl. yeah i do yeah, yeah it was a couple of years ago wasn't it yeah. and and that felt ultra competitive and he definitely has that sort of
0: that thing well he just he just wanted to be the alpha didn't he you know he's obviously an extraordinarily good snowboarder and was just proper like i mean it was i mean i really liked blaze yeah and he was a really but that's what what, what i meant by that but was it, that, we, that doesn't happen when
1: we go snowboard no well
0: i think you yeah. know that the trip before that so that we—that was when we did *Looking Sideways* in Meyerhoff, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, obviously, just on on that, like, that's obviously just in him, isn't it? Because I remember. Yeah. That's I, what remember, I, mean. I remember. I Also, a...
1: he's from the American scene, and that. Yeah. was- uh,
0: I, I wouldn't have said that. Their, the
1: way that they approached stuff wasn't like let's just go and have, a, uh, as much of a laugh as we can, and what what becomes of it becomes of it. You yeah. Know, they, they weren't taking the white lines approach. They were they were pretty serious, business minded. Well, they, they just you know, they uh, back
0: then they thought the british scene was a bit of a joke because they didn't understand that i mean it's kind of epitomized by that invasion review in snowboarder all those years ago where they just took it at face value and were like well the riding shit yeah and like and we all read that and went like that's the fucking point if that's what you think this is about then you fucking that point sailed right over your head but what i was gonna say is like with i remember on that day with blaze i've been on the chairlift with him and i said do you miss being a pro snowboarder and he said i really miss being able to go to the fun park and knowing I'll be the best person there. And I was a bit like, wow, me and you live on different snowboarding (laughs) universes. (laughs) Like, I was Mm. definitely, okay. And and you could see that. But then conversely, like I did a trip a few months before that with Steve Gruber and and Beckner. And we went riding with them because it was Powder Day. And, you know, they were just, I mean, Steve Gruber, I mean, he's as good a snowboarder as I've ever been riding with, you know, like just as good as it gets. And he took one look at us lot and was like, "Okay, they can ride, but you know they're not obviously at my level." And he was just like, "Right, boys, I'm just going to show you around, you know." And he just took and make it fun, just made it so fun. Yeah. And just and he and he did it brilliantly. It isn't that better? He did it brilliantly because he yeah. kind of just kept kept building it and building it and building it until you know. Yeah. So he got he worked out how good everyone was, and then we just you know had a, a day. I'm still talking about ten years later. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 Well, wow, there's the difference, isn't it? I mean, it sounds like kind of slagging off blates rosenthal it's really no i wasn't it's i was really, really I just, not he, he's, that. He's it's a product just, of a different uh, exactly like, culture. to bring it back to what we're talking about british snowboarding generally has always had that kind of it's inclusive
1: yeah exactly. it's always been really inclusive and it's just way more fun i mean i you know i went mountain biking with this um you know what was it seven years ago eight years ago we went to Verbier and we ended up going on this massive ride with this guy. And it, I hadn't been riding that long, so I wasn't very good. But we were with some really good riders. I'm going to get a mountain bike guide. And he just wouldn't wait for anyone. He was just off doing his own thing. And I was at the back. I was on a bike I didn't know. I can't stand that. Oh, it was horrific. And, but, you know, Seb and Cal, who, who were... Um, Seb Ramsey. Seb Ramsey, yeah, yeah and Cal so Zelly. He would have done that, would he, I mean. No, exactly. So they just looked after me, you know. Yeah. And, and Cal, and, and all I was thinking at the end of that trip was like what absolute legends yeah those guys are because they just recognized well, you know, it was like in climbing it's always
0: like you're only as fast as the slowest member of your team. Well a good guide should should I always think should pace the day at the pace of the slowest member of the group. good yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. I mean yeah it's and make top, it as fun as it's all pet hate of mine i remember a couple of examples spring lot i remember we did this uh, grom's ride the rockies tour remember that yeah yeah i mean yeah. fucking what a gig that was thanks christian <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> three weeks around the rockies from denver to salt lake anyway we went a heliboard in in snowbird around where the where chad's gap is obviously no one went near chad's gap and i remember going at the, i remember they dropped us off and we were with like you know james carr at the time paddy Ben Kilner, they're all like young. Yeah, but they, yeah, they were, weren't they? Were they were young kids, you know, yeah. like, and they were, they were fucking amazing riders, but they weren't like a massive like, experience, like in the backcountry mm. or anything. And then, you know, we get to the first drop and the guides had obviously been told that they were a bit of like pro snowboarders. So they immediately like spotted this cliff, which is probably like about a 20 foot cliff, like first, first go. Right. And they're like trying to get them to, to, and I was like, and they, I could see they didn't want to do it, right. you know, because he's not even done a turn straight or straight from, you know, and, and, you know, it's like a fucking blind <laughs> cliff and like whatever. You know, some people would, would be comfortable doing that. Yeah. They clearly weren't that comfortable. And I said to the guy, like, Yeah, I don't think this is that cool. And they just were basically they just started like taking the piss. They just started yeah, they dicks. just started going like dicks. Oh what? I thought you lot were fucking you know, and I was a bit like, The kids, like what are you doing, you yeah. fucking dick? You
1: yeah. know Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's it's it is it's that sort of macho yeah. Competitive, but this it's going, it's going. You know, there's more, there's more kids involved, there's more girls involved. It's it's brilliant. I love it. I love the way that it's going. Yeah. What else have you got? Well, on just list? about. Well, do you, actually, do you know what? Right, the, the things. I mean, I sort of know why you did the podcast. Actually, no, maybe not really. Why? Why? You know, it, did it feel like? My guess would have been because you had the outlet with White Lines or you know j- journalism and what our, our our job obviously has been pretty similar for the past 10 years we yeah. we essentially do marketing yeah so we're working with clients and you know that sort of stuff and there's a, a, th- there's some really f- amazing things about that but there's a lot of stuff which is you know you can be creative but it's within very defined limits whereas this is like art you can do whatever you want right was yeah, it was, it it was pretty it was much that. Outlet.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I thought I've talked about this on like when I've been a guest on a couple of other podcasts. Um like yeah, I just thought it was a good idea. Which one should I listen
1: to the, to of those then? Can you send me some links or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done a few now. I've probably done a probably done about ten over the years. Yeah. Um I mean I thought it was a good idea, you know. Like, and I was pretty fired up by the idea. Um and yeah it was very it was pretty much like as well a big motivation was to just have something that was kind of you know i wasn't going to be beholden to to other people definitely yeah Yeah. and the control freakery coming out a little bit a little bit yeah um
1: (laughs) that's the thing people uh, do do you often think that it's it's seen as a really negative trait but i think it's like it's the trait that gets the most things done in history that kind of you know i mean (sighs) If it's done well like this, it's
0: like, what is it doing other than anything positive? I mean, I remember. So I was obviously in a band for years, and when that band disbanded, um, I looked back on that and I was a bit like, fucking hell, what, I must have been a right pain in the ass, you know, like, because I ended up with that role of like being the one that just. I mean, every group needs that, you know, the person that's like trying to whip everyone into shape and like has got the idea. Yeah. And I remember, and then I went for a pint with Ross, night. And I can't, you know, I wasn't, it's not like I'm worried about it. But I said, oh, you know, like, a, I, was pro- I must have been a bit pushy. of a pain in the ass, right? It was yeah. like quite pushy. And he and he was, he looked at me and he was a bit like, no. Like, you know, And mm. I just had the same conversation with Mo recently. And they were both just like, well, you're just driven. It's a different thing. You know, you mm. could call it control freakery if you want. But like, he was like, I just saw it as somebody who had a lot of drive. And I really admired that know mm. like so yeah. um but yeah I, I definitely to do to do with that like you say about like working running a marketing agency and having to basically jump through those hoops on yeah. behalf of the people do something. of I mean, i'm pretty lucky because obviously like i'm hey, not the boss of me i do what i want fuck <laughs> you i won't tell <laughs> in my bedroom but yeah, you it know is. like a, acm as well like i'm pretty lucky because i've always had a pretty clear idea well, not always. You'll know that's bullshit because we never always had a really clear idea. But for, certainly for the last eight to ten years, like, I sort of began to think, like, an idea of how it could work. You know, like, you know, we sort of talked about this a little bit earlier and I sort of started to see, like, mm-hmm. all right, actually, like, I can kind of understand how to, to do this. And as it's grown, I've kind of been pretty protective of that. You know, I've been, I've been, yeah. I've been pretty it's grown but it's definitely grown on mine and jojo's terms you know we've been we've mm. jojo obviously been my business partner with it and we have definitely just tried to do it in a way that we felt comfortable with and and mm. so so there's i guess what i mean is like there's an element of it with acm like in terms of like how we run the company like it's it's quite similar to this insofar far as like i have Pretty clear ideas about how I want to do it, and and mm. Jojo and me talk about that a lot, and we and we're lucky enough to have kind of grown and keep that intact. But the work side of of it is, yeah, I mean, it's you work for clients, so obviously, obviously, at the end of the day, yeah. you know, the ones that are paying. Yeah, and yeah. You, the, So yeah, it was a big part, big part to do that. But yeah. also, I did just think it was a, a good idea, and I was, is, and, yeah. and I was really, I was really sort of fired up by it. You know, I was really like, fuck, I'm going to do that. You know, yeah. Um, and at the time, there wasn't really any others. You know, obviously. It's, Back then, there was no bomb hole. There was no... Um, yeah, It's loads now, aren't there? There's, there there's, it's great. So many of them now. And they're all... The nice thing about it is there's there's real camaraderie. Like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. You're in touch with each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's nice. Everyone's, like, super supportive. Oh, that's and cool, And um, really encouraging, which is which is great. Yeah. Yeah, because, it, again, it's, like, niche of a niche, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um. I'm going to apologise a little bit because I've not listened to as many as I could, but you've not done as many that I need to hear about. You know how how you do plastering and <laughs>
0: DIY. I tasks. mean, I did do one with uh, Villa Luoma, which was pretty much about making coffee. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. And that and that definitely. I mean, it was. You know, it might as well have been asking a guy about how he plasters. Like, I mean, that in the <laughs> nicest possible way, but it was like it's about it. it was about a man like really going into his trade. Like, right. in, in yeah, yeah. and he was a bit like I'm
1: wary of people who are into coffee, he as, as you know, yeah, you know, but that's your
0: um, that's another one of your little well, what streaks, I find is it? that
1: people who like coffee to that degree make you drink the coffee that they
0: like rather than asking you about what kind of coffee well that you you, you drink, don't you don't see. like that thing of like being told how to experience something at the end of the day do
1: you definitely when it comes to coffee
0: but um, also like that shop in brighton where they put a
1: thermometer in it and they won't give it to you until it's the temperature and that's, that they that's think a that, real like that is that's that a real shop f- that's a real thing for, for you
0: isn't it like yeah, that yeah. you know you're always like make it hot make it hot you know <laughs> um so well,
1: harry changed my whatsapp like you know the little thing <laughs> extra cappuccino no I, lid i saw i saw, saw that. You see that yeah
0: <laughs> but that's one of your other like you get you get those kind of bees in your bonnet don't you about stuff like that like you don't you know you don't yep. you, you basically don't like being told like christmas classic <laughs> that's why you hate christmas like because enforced like, fun Well, you just, you know, know, mandated fun. Yeah, exactly. You're like, really, you know, I'm going to have to participate in this for like two months, you know, like. Yeah,
1: Christmas is a big one because there's like a big run up to the enforced fun. And then you've got,
0: I mean, it's everything you hate. Like, you you know, being told how to behave, being told like how to celebrate something like, you know, being. And I always get ill. I mean, I think I'm yeah, literally, literally but I, allergic. I, I know, to, but I, that's you know. that's surely psychosomatic, isn't it? That's,
1: well, it might be. That's but that's, that's the, sure, the point. Is is that I'm that's a dirty, Ill.
0: that's a dirty protest,
1: <laughs> basically. No, it's genuinely. That's your Ill. immune
0: system wiping <laughs> shit on on the walls. <laughs> it, it might be. It might be.
1: Yeah, what a weird thing to do to yourself. But you know, I I, I don't. I don't, yeah, you are right. I do do that a little bit. Yeah, but I always think the best times are the times when you, you, you know, you just you're open to it. Someone says, "You want to go for a pint?" You're like, "Oh yeah, I've kind of got a deadline, but yeah, go on then. Why not?" And then the next thing, you're in the hacienda, not but the having funny, done the work. the, the that funny thing about you, you though is
0: you, you, you also do that. Like you know, the other day I said to you, "Like what are you doing for your 50th? And you were like, "I think I'm going to see if everyone wants to go and climb a mountain." You know, <laughs> like which is. Which is definitely channeling things in a particular way. Yeah. like and the, Big spoiler for the people that I'm going to invite <laughs> on my 50th. You know, like, that that's not you going like, I'm going to do this in a way that's going that to... That needs a bit of prep, though. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, you, 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 of, you, you well can the, be
1: guilty of the same... The stag the stag. You, you've do. also
0: got the drink your fucking coffee this way, mate, in you.
1: Definitely. Well... Um no because that's that's going to be an op, an opt an opt in that is a different thing i think you know it's um i hear what you're saying <laughs> but i disagree <laughs> <laughs> um but no i you know it, like that will be like a stag do is, of course, that. And, uh, you know, I love going on stag do's. We've organised quite a few ourselves jo- jointly, et cetera. And they are times when, and they're rare times when we can get friends together. And, and what I realise is that the funnest ones are the ones where we've got, like, a task, you know, riding a bike from Ed, Ed to Lee's, Ed Lee's stag, definitely. Ed's stag was great, wasn't yeah. it? That was, um, yeah, you it know. Was... And I remember. Where graveling was invented. Uh, was that where it was? Mm. Jesus Christ. Gendall gendall what an awful thing that was um but yeah so I, I i know that i want to do something and i don't do birthdays often i've never really even my 40th years i didn't
0: really do anything we well, got everyone around to fucking clear your garden it's <laughs> 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 the most bewildering hey <laughs> well the
1: sun shines I remember walking into your uh, garden and your brother's... No, the garden was a mess, though. Painting. It really was a mess. Come on. <laughs> Throw a brother a bone. <laughs> <laughs> the garden needed clearing. It was my 40th. You can see how the, the, the idea formed. Yeah. Um, talking of which, yeah, maybe maybe they'll leave a load of painting that I've got to do for <laughs> Come the over summer. to France,
0: everyone. It's my 50th. <laughs> got a lot of skating <laughs> boards need finishing.
1: That is not a bad idea. Um, yeah, anyway, well, I, I I need to do something that's because I want to celebrate the 50th you got no, a mighty no, no. 50th yeah. you got a mighty 50th like yeah. for sure so I think it's going to be well it's going to be something like that it's, I want it to be I don't want to copy like a bike ride because we've done that quite a lot you know a few times Um, and I thought a mountain you know like staying a refuge not like potential death style climbing I mean just something that's a bit bonding a bit you get to chat to everyone you, yeah. you know you get a good 48, 72 whatever hours of, of like you know just enforced fun <laughs>
0: yeah that's what i want yeah i'm um, yeah. well get it in early because i've already got a stag do booked in for the end of june next year so don't be thinking about well i'm already committed you know, so you know whose stag do is this uh, it's robo so well what's the date um more i'm gonna s- let robo more gently scintillating down, though, podcasting podcast. this is me um, really like <laughs> being ala- up out. being elastic with the... Uh, oh, people love anything on the podcast, <laughs> like me reading my fucking cal. Um Yeah, anyway, Villa Luoma like, coffee. Yeah, as we... Like, went went deep. Went deep on coffee. Went deep, all right. Yeah. You're asking me, though, do I... Were you going to... Well, were, which, which ones have been... Which ones have been your... What's your
1: favourite? Give us some of your favourite podcasts. Um, of the ones that you've done. Or the well, ones yeah, that I were mean,
0: surprising and, you know that sort of stuff? Um, I mean, usually they're a good experience in the conversation, I would say. Yeah. You know, so, um, I mean, Peterson and Norton was, was great because right. cause you know how much like I would have well, wanted, yeah, f- wanted to do that, you know, I mean, I remember... Who we found them? Well, we did that book, didn't we? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah but That's, we but we knew of them before that.
1: Why did we find them?
0: They We read an article about them, like... And obviously this is like the mid 2000s. So it wasn't like it was that easy to, to, to sort of get a hold of that stuff. Yeah. And I think we, again, just... Well, they had that
1: amazing surfer co- cover, didn't they? Where it's like from the inside of a tent yeah. looking out.
0: So we kind of... Because this was when we were also doing a lot of traveling through snowboarding and go to some you know, fairly wacky places. And, mm. and um, I think we just really liked the story. And so then we got randomly commissioned to write that book about surfing, didn't we? do you remember yeah and so I was like oh you know we should definitely get all these guys so I interviewed him for that yeah so I interviewed Craig Peterson I mean this has got to be like 2003 I'm going to say yeah and then I ended up writing I think I wrote it will have been 2003 because your memory for stuff like that is it is good yeah and then and then and then I ended up writing a piece about it for like one of those you know like adrenaline or something like that you know you know what I mean like one of those things yeah so when, when I was putting together ideas for the podcast, I was like, "Fuck! I've got to speak to those guys," you know. So I emailed. I still, you know, I still had Craig Peterson's email, and he—he's right. just a fucking Outlook. He's just a legend, you know. Right. So he was just like, "Yeah, like let's do it." But he was like, "I don't want to do it remotely because we're basically pair of old farts that, right. You know, we're not going to be good at like trying to connect a mic to a computer." So He was yeah. like, "If you're ever in California, let's do it then." So when it came to do the California trip, I I was like, and he was and they were just brilliant did they live near each other yeah they live near each other and kevin's house which is where we did it is just i mean it's just kind of like a it's a beautiful family home for firstly right so you know when you you know when you go into like he's got grown-up kids you can tell the families that he brought up all his kids there right. just had that lovely vibe of like mm. just homemade mugs just just it was just that was nice anyway you know yeah, it's yeah. just a beautiful house and you could just get this sense of this family when you walked in there, and then all, and then, and then he had all memorabilia from all their trips everywhere. Wow! Did he have that cover? They just had, they just, you know, and they're still obviously like amazing friends, you yeah. know, and they were just tickled, you know, they just thought it was hilarious that me and Owen had had, <laughs> had made such an effort, really. So when, mm. and I think they were a bit like, who, who, you know, what, what's the, what are these two story kind of thing? Because right. I think with them two, they are a bit. It's not like they're unsung. Cause obviously everyone knows about them and, but they're definitely like the, 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 I don't, I don't know if they get the the credit they perhaps should do really. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, they've like well, self-pioneers. There's only a few of them that are famous, famous. But like, I mean they're... like what they did is really, really amazing. And like, you mm. know, there's a documentary about them, which is all right. Like, and then they've done a book themselves, which they've self-published. And so for me, I just, you know, it's kind of perfect thing for me like love the story yeah there's a, a element of like tracking them down and then when us and when we saw how like just into it they were and mm. then and they just that you know so when we did the interview they were just like they were like what's the deal and i was like well i just normally press play and say what you want you know right yeah, yeah. and they were like right fuck it you know so they just got super into it so i love that crack one crack open the neck oils yeah and they were See brilliant you know I'm they so. were also just like just giving us like times where i go surfing and they were just generous. They were just great. Ah. Um, so that who's the holy grail? Who, who, who would you want to um, try and get on it? Yeah, I don't know really anymore because cause I think because you try to avoid you know the big the big names. Well, I mean, I've certainly had a fair share of big names on it, um, but I think what I realised is after a while because when I was starting out, obviously, I kind of just pleased myself not really from any great position of calculation. I just didn't really know how else to do it. Do you know what I mean? I just was a bit like, oh fuck, I'm going to do this. So I'll, I'll just interview these people and see how it goes. It's kind of that, you know? And then in hindsight, I kind of realized, well, I probably have interviewed about like 500 people. So I've kind of got like quite a lot of experience. And then, um, so after a while when it, I mean, it took off quite quickly and and people really liked it and people were really like oh you know and I oh, right, I'm actually." it gave me a bit of confidence basically yeah um, and then but I was still doing that thing where I was trying to interview like quite well-known people because that's kind of what you do you mm-hmm. know but then after a while I sort of realised that what it seemed was happening was that people that were listening to it just kind of trusted it and, trust- right, okay. and trusted
1: if they're on the podcast they must be worth listening yeah, to
0: yeah and there's always going to be an element with podcasts where like you've got you know you've got a group of people are just gonna listen to everyone you know like i've certainly mm. got podcasts that i listen to that i'm like that i'll just listen to it like adam buxton for example I'm, yeah it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter who's on it i'm gonna listen to it but then i've got the next sort of circle of it where i'll listen to it if i like if i if the guest interests me you know which is i think what most people like with podcasts and then there's like the third circle where you have a bit of a flurry with it and then you sort of forget about it and then every now and again you're like all oh, right, that you know there's that yeah one. and i think like i've just been lucky enough that the the people that are into it. Yeah, they sort of trust it and which has been great. So it's just meant that I could do things that I found interesting. So another one that I really like is Christina Cook, like the astronaut. Yeah. You know which which is obviously like pretty well she tweets about surf breaks and stuff Yeah, she? and that was, yeah. that, was the, that was the the way in really, right. you know. So so because I think Kelly Slater like posted about her and then I think Surfer posted about her. So I ended up emailing Surfer one of the journalists and say no you did the Christina interview and they were like yeah cool I just I just I just emailed NASA you know All oh, right, so, Christina Cook at NASA. So no, they were like <laughs> you need to go through the NASA press oh, people right, yeah. so I went so I did that and they were like well that's kind of random okay but we'll mm. ask her and then she just came straight back going I'd fucking love to you know oh, no um and that was brilliant because obviously i got to chat to an astronaut for two hours and we yeah, talked yeah. a little bit about surfing but it was basically like so what's it like go to space <laughs> you know it's just great isn't it yeah. and um how'd you go to the toilet <laughs> yeah i mean but also like she just was well i think what i quite often have with it is people that don't know what it is they're a bit like well I, what's this going to be like yeah. you know and then when they Sort of get. a lot of
1: people in action sports must know it, right?
0: But I mean, when not, no, not always. Like, no. and I think so. I think a, a good a good example of that is like Sean Thompson, who I had on this year. Yeah. So he, you know, he, he's just done every fucking yeah, bit of surf yeah, press yeah. in history, you know. Yeah. Like, and 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 he's so he very graciously agreed to do it. Um, but he didn't know what it was. Like, why would he? You know, and and he, and 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 for the first sort of ten or fifteen, he was definitely like on sales mode yeah you know like he was what was he selling uh, he's got to... a book out yeah oh, okay. i think i think he's always kind of selling stuff like right. he's he's yeah, yeah. he's pretty he's pretty sort of driven you know he's yeah. always got projects got ebay account with all the old he, lightning bolt boards he's on. he's just he's just you know he's a duo he's just got stuff going on you know and i think with him after like 10 minutes because i because i knew he was going to do that so i thought well i need to find a way of of so and, and he'd been on the pipeline um broadcast when kelly won and he quoted WB Yeats. So and, right. and and they obviously didn't have a fucking clue what he was on about. Like yeah. so so the sort of first question I said to him was like, so you know, like and, and I asked him about that and straight away he was a bit like, Okay, like is this and, yeah and then he kind of just forgot guy has
1: got his foot in a pretty weird
0: door well exactly you know he was just he was just a bit like okay guy wants to talk about wbas let's let's i'm, I'm down yeah. you know and then and then it kind of went the way it <laughs> went you have a
1: dick swinging competition about wba <laughs> i can't quite Sean, Sean Thompson. and he he can, he can a weird he can to find he can in.
0: recite it <laughs> but you know what i mean though it's like about finding a way of like i think i'm quite comfortable with the fact that like i don't need to really do the kind of you know, I'm not that interested in like recounting, like mm. just the traditional stuff. I kind of want to find like what what's interesting about people and and what they want to talk about. And yeah. quite often it's about, I mean, fuck, even if you hundreds of people, you know, you, you got to find a way into. It. You got to find a way of, like breaking it down. And
1: no, I have a list of questions. I'm really organised. <laughs> you know me.
0: <laughs> I don't wing it. But I think you also earlier you were like, do you know when it, do you know when they're going to be successful? Was that one of the, the questions you were going to ask? And the answer yeah. is no. Right, no idea, no, no. I don't even look at how many people listen to it. To be honest, look at the numbers. No, I never look at it. Really? No, and I don't think anyone ever believes me when I say that. But I honestly don't, because because I think, like, I used when I was younger. Like, I think would that be like a measure of success that you? You know, like creatively, in? creatively. Like, I kind of perhaps let things like that impinge upon the enjoyment that i had of doing certain things like you know just measuring myself by yardsticks that actually in hindsight just weren't that important yeah yeah so i kind of been quite conscious about that really just right. you know whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah um not that great whenever i've had rare conversations with brands and like <laughs> cool so how many people listen to it like, no idea i was like well you're gonna have to sort that out
1: uh hang on a minute do you work in marketing <laughs> But, Your agency does what? <laughs> but, you
0: know, that's also oh, yeah, got a, part of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You don't want to turn it into a, another day job, right?
0: Yeah, and that's why I've never really treated it like that, you know? Because yeah. like, quite often I'll have those moments when I'm like, oh, God, I should get my shit together. I should properly sort YouTube out and I should, you know. There's so much stuff I could do probably to, like, make it earn money. and like. Oh, but oh, it is an endless it's pit. Just, it's just endless, isn't it? It's a bottomless pit. Yeah, and I just... Can't be arse. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to keep it as a thing that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, rather than making it like, yeah, putting like all this pressure on it. That so that and that kind of goes to the guests as well, right? You know, really, because names always come like Kelly Slater, Tony Hawk, mm. people like that always come up. Yeah, but what would you ask him? What What would you I'm What that like bother really? Because yeah. I just don't think they'd know what it is, and yeah. I think they'd just be a bit like, "Well, here's another thing." And yeah. yeah, yeah whenever I end up having conversations like that, then they're not the best episodes. You know, the best ones are like the Sean Thompson one or like mm. the Peterson and Norton one. I mean, the Stacey Pratt one, I, I really enjoyed that because, because again, he, that was a bit of a perfect combo. of. He oh, did, I mean, he's he, done he, some he, cool stuff. And he kind of got it like quite yeah. quickly. He kind of got what, what I was where I was coming from and he, and you, I could see he kind of relaxed a bit. He was like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. I can, can be myself. I can a just bit. be myself there
1: and not have to. Well, that Jerry Lopez film, I really liked. Yeah,
0: it's great. You know? Yeah, I thought it was a bit long, but you know, it was. It was. It's uh, brilliant till they leave Bali, and then obviously they haven't got the footage after that. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, and it sort of tries to kind of like wrap it all up, and you know, but
0: because I think people are interested in
1: the seventies and eighties, you know,
0: it's really well done, and yeah. he's, he, you know, he's he's just great at what he does, isn't he? Nice. Uh, it's, 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 Eddie's fucking funny, Stacey Pratt, because, you know, when I was asking him about it, he was like, I think about Jerry, he's quite boring, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like, well, he is, he knows he is, you know, <laughs> like, I like the bit
1: where, you know, he, he was like fighting. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Always yeah, that, thought, oh yeah, there's, there's that Zen guy. Yeah. That bit's interesting where that, you know, where know, they're, they're all saying fucking... like, I
0: think it's even Sean Thompson, isn't it? It says like, well, you don't get to be the king of pipeline without right. being a bit fucking hard. Yeah. To be honest, because do you reckon you
1: could have Jerry Lopez in a fight? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Do you reckon
0: you could drop in a pipeline?" <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quite confident. Which would you prefer to say? Do? say drop oh, I've got some pipeline. no interest in trying to surf pipeline. Would you? Would you? Or that's one of those things I'm quite comfortable. With. You don't want You don't want to surf pipeline. Just I've got no business. Being so you'd that. prefer to batter Jerry Lopez. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Isn't I get it? the impression Jerry might be quite baffled by that. <laughs> <laughs> really.
1: yeah um it 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 does look well where do you want to get to with the surfing or or, you know just wouldn't mind being
0: half good at it (laughs) but
1: do you ever do you think you would ever think oh yeah i'm good at surfing now i reckon
0: (sighs) no but i wouldn't mind being out of like do a couple of turns yeah (laughs) yeah, because i'd love to get barreled i mean that's an obvious one right and it doesn't feel like do you know what? Right, just go with the kids because they're know, always saying they get they got barreled. Do you know what? Like Neil Haynes went to the Maldives and he, right. and he's got a couple of pictures of him being barreled, and I was and and that gave me a lot of hope because I thought not that I'm, Neil can surf. <laughs> like I'm not trying to slag Neil. Like, but you think? But I was that, a, I was a bit that like fucking idiot. Yeah, can get that in a, barrel, fucking... <laughs> there's a place for me, <laughs> if fucking Haines can get barreled, then surely Hello I can. Neil. <laughs>
1: See that's the thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Haven't we met some lovely people like Neil? Who there's no way our paths would have crossed if if it wasn't for, you know, he's funny. One of the rare occasions what? I
0: speak to him, he's he's sort of just I don't know if he does it to you, but he sends a message going, "I miss Oz." <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> he's the, the most touchy
1: feely man I've ever come across. I actually was sick on him on a on a plane. Do you know that?
0: I thought that was a Japan trip, wasn't it? Yeah. I'd had three bottles of trip. red
1: wine and I just, they all came out. It's because you don't like flying though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, You're still doing like that. You're wine. still
0: getting hammered every time you fly. Yeah. Alex is always like, do you need that third gin and tonic? Yeah. You're, I, I'm, I can't remember last time we traveled somewhere. But I do you remember you were in the bar just fucking <laughs> getting shit back. I know.
1: And I tra- for someone that travels so much, I really need to get a grip on it, don't I? Um, ah, it's it's yeah. not something you can Log logic your way out of <laughs> that is it oh uh, yeah just
0: I just send her a picture of like the scene like of what we're doing i'll just turn it off actually um well we better eat and we've got to go skating so yeah i'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up I'm gonna wrap it up
1: yeah wrap it up so with a gnt no
0: how are you feeling about being 50 um i got another one actually but go 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 with that
1: first I don't know yeah pretty normal i've never it's you know, things are still working. I am aware that I'm slowing down a little bit, and I've got to. Even though you viciously ripped into me about mm. how I'm not keeping as fit as I could be, I'm not as bad as you probably think. I do go to yoga classes. I do do some of it, but I do need to. You know, I am going to need to step it up if I if I'm going to keep at the level that I want to be at.
0: Well, you were always like. When we all got to that phase, well, not all of us, but I think when I started sort of taking fitness a bit more seriously, which is probably like late 20s and 30s, you know, I started doing all those swims and all that and got like really into it and, you know, left the chubby... Swam to Alcatraz. Left the chubby season air indie days behind. (laughs) Um, And you were always like, I just can't stand fucking doing sport. I just prefer doing like stuff like surfing and snowboarding.
1: Well, I do need my exercise. Really sugar coated, yeah. That's for sure. Well, I think it's
0: really, really common. Yeah, but that's getting you
1: know. I mean, I do, I do go running. I mean, the thing is, you know, Harry and his mates—they're they're they're a great outlet, you know. And trying to keep up with with them—that's a
0: that keeps you young.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You've never
0: been asked, have you? (sighs) Really? I I mean, about like age, you know. You've never been somebody that's been like. No, I mean, I'm pretty. You know, I'm pretty lucky of like yeah
1: I've had a you know not I've had some health scares like twatting myself but that's
0: my own stupidity yeah oh yeah because you broke your collarbone last year was it I did yeah I've had it yeah
1: every every year for the past four years I've broken something Hmm. which has been a bit well if you will
0: take up mountain biking
1: I know that's the problem yeah mountain biking is just not it's not for the not for 50 year olds but it's I'm a moth to the flame you know
0: (laughs) keep going back yeah getting burnt mountain biking I was like do you I need d- that I just, I just don't know if I've got it in me the to, thing is, is, to is take up there it. is
1: a fitness part of it though you know you go and do a loop of Stammer. it's like 15 kilometers or whatever yeah it's but more but it's more just like you hit the jumps and you're like yeah
0: I probably should do these it's it's more just Here like I come <laughs> can, I, can yeah. I have another hobby <laughs> like I've already,
1: got, I've already
0: got quite a few things going on like yeah. but then everyone always goes on about our radders so yeah, it's fun yeah yeah well come
1: out mountain biking in the summer and you you know we'll we'll, we'll work it follow out follow Spencer yeah, Spencer's on it, and I was like, "How has he got so good so quick?" And then someone was like, "Yeah, do you remember when he used to hang out with the world champion motocrosser for like you know the first fifteen years of his life?" I was like, okay. "Well, he's just you know, yeah, he's he's, he's
0: just really not worried about getting hurt, is he?"
1: But again, it's like you know, so the Bristol guys all came out in the summer, yeah, yeah, and you know, so you know, D and, and I saw I saw Bristol Chris. At, you know, we went bike park Wales the other day. It's just another excuse to get together yeah and talk a load of shit yeah in a forest yeah you know and egg each other on to do stuff that we should not be doing that's yeah. what it is yeah
0: no that is fair
1: so you know I, I yeah i'd like to go surfing more but i do struggle with the english channel surf that is well, not the only one. i know and but i do need to step it up because you know my son is just mad into it and
0: that is the way that things are going. Saturday morning looks... Oh, you're not air Fuck. Saturday morning looks all right.
1: Well, we had a... So, we went to the, the sun, pipes. You had the good, good Sunday, day. didn't you? I was yeah. away. Look, and Steve Brass rip- randomly came past. He was on a... Well, I won't yeah, tell you what he was up to. Heard about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, you know, Hey, up. <laughs> 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 That's like when you, that
0: when you... When um, you wrote that article years ago, where you did the whole thing with Stu's accent, like, phonetically. Shit, did we? You did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, was I was trying to pass it on there. Eh, eh, wit monkeys, Cop-cobby. I think, was the, <laughs> <laughs> was the picture of Stu with a oh, guitar. No. And the caption was, eh, eh, wit monkeys.
1: <laughs> we we were dicks. Sorry, Stu. <laughs> so we just got a big list of people to apologise to. It's kind of been a bit like that, isn't it? Um yeah i don't know can't remember what you, what, you, what your question was Ah, uh, <laughs> time to uh, wrap it up isn't it yeah let's have, let's have a curry and
0: go skateboarding yeah man yeah. hey well, thanks for doing it oh it's all right it's all right so there you go that was me and chris moran and i hope you enjoyed it i mean it was a good laugh that as i'm sure you could probably tell you know we it doesn't matter we have that type of friendship me and chris it just doesn't matter how long it's been since we've seen each other we just sort of slip back into it really um and yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it where he, you know, he, he obviously tried to turn the tables on me early on. Didn't didn't let him have that, but we did have a little bit of that. Um. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, thanks for doing it, Chris. And uh, sorry it's taken me so long to come and check out HMS Bounce Back. Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, I'm not, not Chris, this is you, the listener. Why not head over to my Substack page and leave me a comment, lookingsideways.substack.com. Um, you can sign up for the newsletter as well, as well there, which I'll talk about in a minute. Anyway, Housekeeping Corner. This is the part of the podcast that sorts the wheat from the chaff, the diehards from the casuals. If you're still here, you lot are my favourites. Fuck that other lot that have turned it off already. And I hope you'll join me in a rousing rendition of Thank Fuck They've Gone. So what's going on? Well, as I mentioned, the introduction to my book, Looking Sideways, Volume 1, is about Chris really and how his influence led to the fascination of all things board sports, which has basically defined my life. And uh, segue, we've still got some copies left of the book. One question I get fairly frequently is, what can I do to support the podcast? Well, look no further. You could buy a book. I've also been writing a blog the last couple of weeks on and off, which is about the mistakes we made when we were putting the book together. Um why did I do that which is obviously like quite a masochistic thing and there were quite a lot of mistakes as I realized as I went through it well you know when you embark on any creative endeavor mistakes definitely come with the territory an ability to sort of dispassionately analyze these errors so the next thing you make is even better is really another thing that separates the professionals from the hobbyists um so I kind of you know, looked at it in that spirit because we're probably, as you're going to hear in a second, we're probably going to try and do another one of these things. Um, And I just thought it'd be useful for people. That's a big part of what I do with the newsletter. Write articles that I think might help people. Quite a few of them up there. Now you can sign up at the Substack page, lookinsideways.substack.com to receive that blog when I put it out and to check the big archive of um, articles and stories that is now up there. So yeah, looking sideways, volume two. I said it. Well, I mean, Owen's keen for this. Oh, fuck it. I mean, Christ. I guess the scars have just about healed from the first one. But we are planning a return trip to California at the minute. Last episode, I said it was probably going to be in November. Now looks like it's likely to be spring 23. Um, And, you know, I think the plan is... Oh, you can tell I've got my emails on here. Um, I think we're going to head to Ventura. First, um, Working on some bits of Patagonia is the idea. And then, you know, just see who we can find to chat to in Northern California. The last time we went from essentially LA to San Diego, I think this time the plan is to go um, from LA to San Francisco um, and see who we can find to talk to. You know, first time around, as you'll know if you've been listening for a while, we chat to Herbie Fletcher, Jamie Thomas, Corey Schumacher, Peterson Norton, amongst others. And we captured the whole thing in our homage to Californian Action Sports. That was Looking Sideways, Volume 1. And Owen is certainly pretty keen to do Volume 2. He's a glutton for punishment, that boy. Um, So if we can pull it all together, it's pretty hard work. Well, actually, is it fuck hard work? I mean, it's not exactly fucking coal mining, is it? But, you know, there's a few things that need to happen. Let's put it that way. If this trip will get off the ground, um, You know, I'm talking to the Californian Tourist Board, probably trying to get a few commissions, need to get the guest line door, got to square it off with Patagonia. You know, there's a few hoops administratively to jump through. So if we can get it off the ground, um, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, and be warned, I'm going to be mentioning Looking Sideways Volume 1 fairly frequently once again as we head into buy more shit or we're all fucked season which is upon us. I did see my first Christmas advert the other day and it's not even November. Jesus. Anyway, if you want to support independent creatives, and independent publishing, and not just buy some shit off, you know, Amazon or or just some crap that you think you need, um, head to the website, www.wearelookingsideways.com. Hit the tab mark book and uh, away we go. So what else is going on? Well, episode 200 is coming up. I usually mark these milestones in some way. And I did have plans to do some kind of um, documentary. That That's something I've got an ambition to do with the podcast at some point. Um, but I never got around to it for various reasons, mainly because my day job is hectic at the minute. Um, but a few people, including my wife, are really keen that I should be interviewed on the show. I think my wife is keen because she would like to interview me. Um, and knowing Alima, I can see why she would want to do that. Just have a little sip of wine, don't at me. Um, but you know, I'm not too sure about it really. I always found it a bit jump in the shark when hosts unleash their ego to the point that they decide, yes, actually, I've got some fairly interesting things to say myself. Um, I mean, I have been interviewed i'm getting a lot of emails sorry about that you don't get this in the bomb all do you um yeah i mean i've 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 done a lot of interviews as a guest over the years now i've probably done about 10 15 but i guess it would be interesting to do it on looking sideways but i really don't know what i think about that idea um because it's it's a bit shit isn't it you know but anyway i asked people on instagram what they thought and i'd say there's probably 75 percent were in favor and 25 percent against so no idea if i'll do it um, but I need to do something for episode 200. So if you've got any ideas what I could do, let me know. Um, like I say, Substack or Instagram at We Look Sideways if you want to get hold of me. All right, that's it. I can smell dinner. Boogie's cooking. The dog is hassling. So I'm going to go. I'll be back with another episode soon. Hope you enjoyed this one. Nice one.